Good evening and welcome to The Blender. I am Gino, your host, and per usual, sitting right next to me, back from a two-week hiatus, <laughs> a well-deserved break, my main man, my brother in Christ, Michael Christian Patriot. Michael, how are you, bro? I'm good, except you cheated on me last week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My wife but was I like, asked, the blender's I asked on. No, I no, it's first. all good. No, I know it did. It's all good. None. Dan, Danielle did great. She did a great job. We did the dad jokes. She did mom jokes. So it was right fun. on. Right yeah. on. I got some. Uh, my my mom actually wrote some down to give me for uh, the dad joke segment. So it, it must be uh, something going on. Everybody's giving me dad jokes now. They're DMing me. They're sending me stuff. My cousin keeps texting me some, some nice. Jokes. It's fun. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. I got. Yeah, I got one to start it though. I got one to start it. I saw this one uh, this week, and it was just. I've been sharing it with everybody. So, Gino, why do Norwegian ships have barcodes on the side of them? I have no idea. So that when they go to port, they can st- Scandinavian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who came up with that? I saw it in a meme, you, man. And then I was like, even... <laughs> yeah, there was a guy at church. I was like, oh, I got to send this to him. I know he's going to enjoy this one. And then we, we got to church and. He's like, oh, I really like that. I'm like, all right, good, because it, it was it was a pretty good one, but yeah, my mom, I, I think she gave me four or five when I was at church this morning. I put them in my oh, uh, Amanda, if you're watching, can you bring me the jokes? They're in the I if we're gonna do jokes, pocket. I am unprepared, but I can pull some up real quick. I will do them okay. if we have to. Well, we don't we have to do it. it tonight. We can do it next okay. week too. So okay. it's just you know, we'll see Either what happens. Way. Either way, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm As sure usual, it's the blender. We do whatever. Yeah, it is. Man, it's been two weeks. So much has gone on. <laughs> there has been a lot going on, and and again, I haven't really been following politics or anything anymore. I feel so much better, Mike. Like just chilling, not thinking about you know how evil the world is and what these idiots are doing in Washington D.C. and and in uh, Israel and all. That. It's just like I just decompress. I do. I focused on my task that God's given me with the you know the other shows and stuff. And that's that's the focus. It's like forget all this other stuff. I, I I did that for too long, and all it got me was stress and anxiety. So I'm feeling pretty good. Tam girl, good to see you. Long time no see. Uh, Chops has joined us. CPN mom, CPN mom, good to see you. I hope you're having. Welcome. I hope you had a great holiday, CPN mom. She did. I think she did. We had a good did, holiday. Uh, what what kind of turkey did you make? Would you do uh, fried? Special? I fry my turkeys every year. Oh. Man. So here's what I did. I brined it for 48 hours. Mm. And I took it out of the brine and I injected it. Let it sit for 24 hours. Then I injected it again and seasoned the outside and then I fried it. And it was the best one yet. Every year it just seems to get better. So you year. jabbed you jabbed the turkey? I jabbed it. I put it full of all of the latest mRNA technology <laughs> so we could ingest it. <laughs> Does it work if you cook it? Does I don't it work know. if you cook it? I Maybe don't know. it works better. Maybe it actually works. Yeah. I cooked it in oil. I deep fried my turkey in oil, and it was still healthier than a jab. <laughs> what? Oh, wait. What's this? Tam Grow. I'm upset Trump said he appreciates BLM support. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did he really say that? It is funny because the, did you see that video? I think it might have been on Jesse Lee's uh, podcast. The head, one of the head guys from BLM was literally on there saying that, yeah, we support Trump now. Like we, like he was literally, he's and he says, yeah, a lot of my community is with Trump now. Like this is what's happened because of what 
the resident in chief has done to this country. So now he's actually driven the 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 groups this that all these you know uh, psyop groups and all this stuff. They're actually going to Trump. Like they're being de- deprogrammed or something. It's just it's insane what's going it's, on. It, well, the thing is, here's the thing: BLM is is actually an LGBTQ front. You know, that's really what it is. It's run by what uh, lesbian women or whatever, and like him or hate him, Trump was a champion for that crap. He he was a champion for it. So if anybody actually step, thank you, thank you. If anybody actually steps back and like stops listening to what the media says about him, there's a lot of people that would support him because he ha- he did support things that some of these people want their president or whoever to support you know that that's my biggest issue let me just clarify that right there so would you say he supported them monetarily or he just said hey you live your life the way you want to live it yeah which is support either way but he appointed gay ambassadors to go out into the world and champion lgbtq oh yeah yeah like he 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 actually wanted to like force it upon the the rest of the world and uh, or foisted upon the rest of the world, you know, we need to we need to, you know, get rid of the the hate for them in the Middle East and this, that and the other. And it's like of all the things, man, of all the things that we need to focus in on to me, it's what, two percent of the population. Yeah, but there's a lot more to support it. Well, you know what? We need to get it. We need to get back to not supporting it. How about that? <laughs> I, I'm sick of supporting things that lead to debauchery and uh, perverts and children being trafficked. Mm. You know what I find, Michael, dealing with all these trafficked children? I don't really want to go. There's the perversion is levels that you can't even conceive in your head. Mm-hmm. Like I heard some things this week that you're just like, you think you've heard it all. And then you're like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, and it's, this is not made up stuff. It's actually happening. And it's perverts. It's mm-hmm. perverts in all of these circles that are doing this stuff and trafficking children. It's so disgusting, man. I don't want to go into yes. a tangent. That's other shows. I don't want to bring everybody down. We're talking. We're, we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Just, you know, going over, making fun of some fake Christians that pretend like they're Christians and they're really not. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, I'm not. We want them to come into the kingdom, too. Michael, yes. I'm excited, man. I am excited about the days we're living in. We, I just had an awesome Zoom meeting just before we went live. Man, a couple women of God that are just, I don't even know how to describe like how incredible these women are and what God shows them and has shown them um, prophetically, but also just in their daily life and what they do for the kingdom. Unreal, just absolutely unreal people. And God has been connecting me with so many cool people around this country that are in this fight and ready to win it spiritually first. We know that that's where the mm-hmm. victory is going to come. So I'm just really excited. It got me pumped up even more than I already was about our future. And on top of that, my Detroit Lions returned with a victory today on the road. Now, I know, don't say it. Yes, Thanksgiving was a complete... Happy Thanksgiving, Gino. <laughs> it was a complete and utter disaster against, I know, Amanda's Packers. It was, yes. it was, mis- it was a dismal appearance by the lions now i'm not going to make excuses but they were probably tired because they had just played four days earlier so we'll we'll go with that it was horrible it was really really horrible that game but they're back in the saddle today they look pretty good their defense could use a little tuning but 
all in all, we're heading for that Super Bowl. So we'll see you in the Super Bowl on whatever that is. I'm ready for the Super Bowl, Gino. And I'm sure that's I'm sure the halftime is going to be a nice wholesome show this year. So you, you always bring the kids. isn't it always? Isn't it like the most uh, <laughs> wholesome show of the year? Gosh, <laughs> so ridiculous. You know, I was thinking today about that. I was thinking about how many people jumped off of the NFL when they got political with the BLM stuff and all of that. And then I was thinking about all the people who don't like that stuff but then if they were going to start promoting their political side how great they would they would how, how happy they'd be about so that true. and so and true. i'm like you know i didn't even stop watching football because it was a left-wing thing i just didn't want politics mixed in with the That's sports why i enjoyed yeah. just watching yep. sports yeah yep. and so and yeah, i realized I like politics yeah people want don't. politics and everything yeah. i don't want it in anything just yeah. leave it out just no. leave it out <laughs> That's what I tell my kids. Like when my daughter, when, well, when they were in high school, they'd come home and they're like, oh, you know, this and that. I'm like, wait, you guys are talking like about politics in school with your friend? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, have some fun. You're only young once. Like, why you got to yeah. talk about all this garbage? There's plenty of time to think about that when you get older and argue right. with your family and lose friends. Yeah. <laughs> why do it when course. you're in high school? You support that person? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm so, like, not... I'm just not thrilled or motivated at all to worry about the national stuff anymore. Yep. I think that the the change that the change that we should be looking for is our local and state and 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 taking that power back from the federal government that was never intended to be in the hands of the federal government. That's something that, you know, I would like to see happen, but I know in the long term they're going to unite the world eventually. That's what our Bible tells us. So that's right. It it will eventually go in that direction. I keep looking at it like the stock market, right? The stock market falling. And then you have those blips. You have those (laughs) blips where like something jumps up and you're like, oh, cool. All right. And then it falls again. And so we're going to get those blips, but eventually we'll end up in that one world uh, fake utopia that the Bible talks about. We will. I I think that, you know, I'm still looking at the, uh, I'm still looking at the, uh, the idea that, Things are going to be just as bad as they were before the flood, before before Christ returns. And so, I just don't think we're there. I just, you know, evil ta- evil thoughts continuously. People just murdering each other indiscriminately. Now, granted, we see it, and I think it's amplified because of the internet, right? So it's like, look at all these people doing all this stuff, and it's actually not that common. Mm-hmm. But be- because we have three hundred thirty, three hundred forty million people in this country, of course, you can find something every day that's terrible. And go, ah, look at this. It's happening everywhere all the time. But uh, I still think we have a long way to uh, decline, I guess, as human beings. Before, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. That, well, I know we're not. Happens. We are not in the, at the end. We're not. I'm sorry. I know the church believes that. I know everybody's waiting for it to happen. Oh, Jesus is coming. He's going to take us out of this miserable place. Not yet. Not yet, folks. And I got to tell you, the whole Israel thing, we've been talking, we've been kind of harping on that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> If Israel, ah, no, we're not going there. I'm going to, okay, we're not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got too much other stuff to talk about. I'm not going there. Because <laughs> that, that's this is going to be a 10 to 15 minute conversation, and I don't want to yeah. take the show up with that. D. Patty, our sister, uh, has given us a can. Thank you, D. Patty. And it is D. Patty's fault uh, that we are together, Michael, that that we have the blender. So if you want right. to blame anybody, it's her fault. Just just yes. go ahead in the chat and blame D. Yes. Patty for that. Thank you. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) No, we love her. We love her. Thank you. Appreciate that. Michael, by the way, guess what happened over the last couple of days? Hmm. We are on more platforms now. We're doing podcasting. You can listen to us. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can, not live, this is just, you know, recorded podcast. iHeart, Pandora, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And then there's some other ones that no one ever heard of, but yeah. So I've been uploading some shows there. The Blender, all our Joe Jordan blenders are up there. So that's kind of cool. And I was actually listening the other day, I was driving home, like, I wonder what it sounds like. So I put it on the car and I got to say, Mike, you've got the perfect radio voice, man. Do I? Oh my man. gosh! I was like, man, that sounds you just start really a radio good. show. Yeah, man. It was like, <laughs> it's the I mean, microphone. I was like, it must be. I don't know. I use I use a voice changer in my microphone. This isn't my real my real voice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've got some high squeaky pitched voice uh, or something. <laughs> yeah, I use an auto tuner or whatever. I saw a yeah. kid. I saw a kid. A video of a kid today. Speaking of auto tuners, he was using his grandmother's voice box, and he was auto tuning with it. It was hilarious. I was like, oh man. Oh my gosh, you want to hear a funny story about a voice box? Hmm. If there is such a thing as funny with a voice box. But when my <laughs> when my brother-in-law and sister were building their house, this is like 20 years ago, their uh, son was only like three years old. And so they went to go look at the house. My, my mom was with them. My dad was alive back then. They, they went to go look at the house. And one of the neighbors came over to say hi, and he had a voice box. And so he's talking. He's like, hello. <laughs> my and he kept talking and my nephew says he says hi little he says hi little man how are you and he's like good how are you (laughs) started started talking like him back oh man the guy started cracking up he thought it was the funniest thing he ever i would i would think it was funny i I would hey i'd laugh about that there was a guy uh i used to work in a really small town and every once in a while i'd go out to eat with my coworkers for lunch and man almost every time i went out to eat this guy was in the restaurant and he was one of these guys that needed the voice box but refused to use it. And I had a buddy that would not, like, if the guy was there, he wasn't going to eat. He's like, I can't, I can't. You can hear everything when the way he talks, and it's like food's in there. And I'm like, dude, just stop thinking about it. You know, He's like, nope, I can't do it. <laughs> I always want them to say, I am Iron Man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, the old heavy metal guy. Did you ever see that commercial like 20, 30 years ago? It was the lady with the she was smoking out of the hole in her? Yeah, it was a, I it was a that. public. Debbie, yeah. I started smoking when I was thirteen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did a we did a parody of that in high school in my video class. We were addicted <laughs> okay. to glue sticks. It was glue <laughs> sticks for us. I man, I wish I had that video. My buddy gave it to a girl that he liked, and then never yeah. got it back. Had all of our cool edited videos on it. Why does all sad stories end with, I gave it to a girl? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, ladies. Just kidding. (laughs) All of a sudden, nobody's in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) They all leave. (laughs) See ya. No. Oh, gosh. Well, what do you say we get into it, Michael? Let's, we always start with like a meme. So let's start with, uh, I like this one you sent over the other day. (laughs) This is actually. (laughs) For full concentration. (laughs) Designed for maximum concentration. <laughs> <laughs> that is one sick. I don't oh think they gosh. thought that through when they put it Probably together. Probably not. 
that somebody's yeah. walking through there and goes, oh, wait a second. I see something here. <laughs> I see a design that's familiar. Oh, man. Yeah. That is. You know, that's anti Semitic. You can't put is. that it's on It is. very anti Semitic. <laughs> yes. Did you see those posts uh, by Chuck Woolery, man? He was like, uh, no. He was like, I looked up that. Um, can't remember he i looked up that stalin and marx he was like i i couldn't believe it i looked up that stalin and marx were uh were jewish and uh most of the uh oligarchy in russia for communism was jewish and he was like and then he posted again he's like i can't believe pointing out history it makes me anti-semitic <laughs> <laughs> i do like, like chuck woolery's oh post. Like, he's got some good stuff like <laughs> he's pretty smart i mean he'd have to be right he was a you know a, game show host so you know they learn us like think about uh was it alex trebek yeah he's the one that died from jeopardy right yeah, yeah. Je jeopardy right mm -hmm. he was uh right on cue look at that um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no that guy had to be a genius right i mean you would think like just reading the questions you're learning i mean it's kind of like studying so he had to be pretty smart like i would have loved to see all the game show hosts on jeopardy competing against each other and see who won game show game show host on jeopardy so Man. like bob barker he would have sucked i think bob would have been horrible um <laughs> what's the other guy that remember gene eubanks he was the weirdo that was always like he i don't he was kind of creepy no no wait, i'm mixing him up no it was the guy from the matching game they, there was a bunch of guys named Gene back then for some reason. <laughs> there was a Gene <laughs> Creeper guy, and he would always, like, kiss the women and hug them and hold tight and just weird. It was the matching game. I remember that when I was a kid, and I kept thinking, why does he touch everybody all the time? Like, yeah, it was really that's a little weird. odd. Give him kisses yeah. on the lips and stuff. Oh, and... oh yeah, it was, it was weird. I loved Maybe. Concentration. That's a fun one. Concentration yeah, was, a, was a cool one. There was some good Gene games. Rayburn. Rayburn. Wow, what a creeper, man. He was so weird. Like, oh, we should just pull him. Can, Mike, can you pull him up and uh, send it to me in the chat? Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure my Let's thing's going to work. That was family. Yeah, Family Feud 2, Mandy. That was... Um, oh, that yeah, was, this guy. What was this his guy. name? What What was the guy from Family Feud? Um, he, used, he started, actually, on Gene Eubanks' show. He was on there a bunch of times. Then he was on Hollywood Squares... Then he did Family Feud. What's his name? Oh my gosh, the original host. Family Feud. Yeah, Richard Dawson. Thank you. Yes, thanks, Steve Patty. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Gong Show host was strange. <laughs> that guy was really weird. That guy was so weird. They were all Richard weird. They're Dawson. all creepers. Richard Carn. Carn. Who is that? That does sound familiar. Richard Dawson. Richard Carn. Dawson. I sent that. Dawson I sent that was... to you in the chat. Oh good. In okay. our uh, Zoom chat. <laughs> God, he even looks. He does. Creepy. <laughs> he does look creepy, doesn't he? You were warned. Show network. There he is. <laughs> that was Gene Rayburn. Yes. Oh man. Look at those big pearly whites, man. <laughs> I do like yeah. game shows, though. I've always enjoyed I, them. What was the one we used to? It had the the creepy thing that would pop up. And they would yell whammy or whammy. Is that what it was called? Something whammy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, it was pressure luck. Go. Yes, pressure luck. And that guy, that guy figured out the pattern. Was able to win, win, win because he figured out the pattern. No, you ever? Did you ever hear that. about that guy? No. His name was a uh, guy who beat. Let's see, guy who cracked press your luck. There we go. 
This is a uh, uh, Michael Larson. He made he he uh, he won one hundred and ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes in nineteen eighty four. He's from Lebanon. He memorized the pattern of the board and squandered his fortune on several get-rich-quick schemes. <laughs> <laughs> he was smart that, enough to figure out the pattern, but then he fell for some schemes. Yes. I mean, but isn't that the, isn't that like, if you watch the, the lottery ruined my life, that's pretty much like 90% of the stories is somebody wins big and then they lose it all. I'm like, you know, if I won a million dollars, I would put it somewhere where I couldn't touch it. I would just go absolutely it's somewhere where i only get the interest and it's just stuck there is there a way i can do that legally <laughs> so so the guy figures out the pattern to the game and then yeah. he's what he's up late at night sucking on you know his lollipop or whatever watching tv drinking a beer and one of those infomercials come on with tommy vu remember tommy vu he was telling you how to get rich in real estate Yes. With all the, he was on the boat. He's this little Chinese guy with like 15 girls in bikinis around him. Yeah. They're sucking on the like lucky. I think he was, what were those? Were they charms? The, the suckers that had the gum inside of them? Is that what it was called? Charm pops charms. or something like that? They were uh, blow pops. Blow, blow pops. pops. Yeah. Because yeah. they had the bubble gum. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> he right. He have that in his mouth and he's on his yacht and stuff with these girls. 50, you know, send me fifty nine ninety nine. And if you, if you are making that much money off of real estate, you're not going to make less money selling you know what i mean like i it, when, whenever somebody has a formula to make tons of money i'm going well if you have that formula why why are you selling it instead of just using that formula you're probably making a lot more money using the formula <laughs> but there was so you know, many of those you remember the too. remember the free government money guy remember that guy he wore mm. like the question mark suit and he would be like <laughs> I've no, got I the don't. book that tells you all about the government grants, getting free money from the federal government. <laughs> and he had this like giant book of all these grants. And I remember seeing this infomercial and I'm like, what? And then come to find out later, it's true. But <laughs> like they're starting, a, I just read today about a, a wonderful grant. Um, so my wife started making, about a month ago, she started making sourdough. And uh, my digestive system, man, just from eating that sourdough has helped really momentously yeah and um i don't eat any other bread besides what she bakes at home now and, and it and it's good and i can tell when i eat other bread like if i eat pizza or something mm -hmm. um well cheese too but the, i read this article and it's like oh newly discovered sourdough has less gluten I'm like that's not newly discovered and then they're gonna do research they're gonna do a research <laughs> study on how it how it might help people with celiacs and stuff. And Why I'm like, wouldn't they? Ah, oh, man, Why that money, it, that money could repair several potholes in my neighborhood, but uh, <laughs> and probably a bunch of neighborhoods around me. But instead, you could use, you could use that bread and fill those potholes, and it'd probably do the same. <laughs> <laughs> so no whammy, yeah, that was it. And then also Gene uh, Gene the dancing machine. Then he would hop on one foot. <laughs> Damn girl. I do remember all that stuff when I was a kid. It's so funny. The gong show though, Ooh. that guy was definitely creepy. He was weird. I think I think I don't know if he was like high on something or drunk. Probably drunk. He looked like he was drunk half the time. Um, Man. and then Chop said, uh what that guy that you were talking about that one uh watched hours of VHS and unlocked the pattern. Yes. I don't understand how there could be a pattern on that show. What like it was the same. Why, why, every why would show? they be so stupid? That's right. Stupid. Like, yeah, I don't even understand that. Like, you can't just have a random number generator. I mean, they they've had they've had slot they've had slot machines yeah. for 100, 200 years. Like, why right. why wouldn't you use that same formula? You know, for, 
<laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. They were waiting for somebody to break the code. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, let's get into it. Should we start with something positive or something negative, Mike? Positive. Okay. We'll go positive, negative. We'll do that we'll first. God's existence is obvious. The obviousness of God's existence. I think that's actually a very strong and good reason to believe in God. They look around the world, they go, it's obvious that God exists. Someone made all this. Does that mean it's obvious to everyone? Well, it depends on what you mean by obvious. Two people can walk in a room, open the fridge of the kitchen <laughs> and look. And one of them says, it's obvious where the ketchup is. It's right there in the fridge. And the other one, probably the husband says, it's not obvious to me at all. But when he finally sees the ketchup right there in the fridge, right in front of his face, he then has to say, okay, it was obvious to you. And it's reasonable to say it was obvious. Something's wrong with me that I didn't see the ketchup right there. What I'm suggesting is if, if you don't see God's existence as obvious in creation, something is wrong with the person who doesn't perceive his existence. It's not that his existence isn't as obvious as the ketchup bottle in the fridge. I can't disagree. I can't disagree with what he said there. You know, it, it, it something is wrong when you, and I don't see that's the thing. <clears throat> I've always... I've always thought this, that because I've always believed in God and I didn't know how to get to heaven until my sister led me to the Lord, you know, and, um, I got saved, but I always knew that we were created. Like it just was in me. And so I, I've just always believed that people have experiences that they at some point deny it. They actively deny it. It's not, Nat it's natural for us to know that God exists, but the people that say he doesn't, it's it, it seems to me like an act of denial. Not not necessarily I don't believe it. It's I don't want to believe it. Because so and so wronged me. You know, how many stories have you heard about, you know, you know, if that's a if that's a Christian, I don't want to be one. And it's like, well, you're basing your idea of Christianity off one person or several people you've met. And, and it's not about other people. Christianity. Now, yes, we should serve others, of course. But like your salvation is not about other people. Your salvation is right. about you and about the Lord and your relationship with him. And so it's interesting to me, you know, when people come up with the reasoning. And I know, you know, there's people that have been really involved like in the Catholic church and they got molested or they got, you know, something really bad happened to them. Mm -hmm. And then that's their, that idea sticks with them and it could contribute to that, you know, that act of denial. And then other people, I think it's just, you know, I don't want any, I don't want to, I, I don't want to walk around knowing that there's, there's somebody that's going to hold me accountable for what I'm doing here. And, uh, and so I, I really don't believe people truly don't believe. I just think that they reject it. They just reject, reject, reject. And then we get to Romans one. I was just, I, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. You literally just took the words out of my mouth. I say you're, you're paraphrasing Romans one. I mean, it says that we, they, they suppress the truth in unrighteousness. So mm -hmm. because our sin is more important than the righteousness of God, we suppress anything that's truth, anything that's uh, that I shouldn't say all truth, but it, it, anything that relates to his truth mm -hmm. that would lead you to some kind of righteousness. So you suppress it, you push it down. That's human nature. That's our mm -hmm. sinful nature doing that. I mean, we all done it. I mean, before I was a Christian, I did it all the time because I wanted right. to do what I wanted to do. Even as a Christian, I've done it. 
without even knowing. And I'm like, oh man, I was, I was suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. I didn't even know that. So, well, and I find yeah, that's, that's the biggest issue with the gospel is the, um, is pride, right? Because I think that pride is where the idea, well, f- for one, everything in this world we have to work for, right? So we have to work for everything. And then our pride wants us to believe that there's something we have to do work-wise to get to heaven. And it's interesting to have these conversations with people when I go door to door, you know, and, and talking to them is, is it's almost like, I don't want to believe that I, that the Lord has already done it for me, you know, or, or, or I can't believe that like I can just believe on him and be forgiven. It's, it's too, it's, it's, I have to do something for it. And I feel like that comes maybe from pride. Um, and also that it doesn't match, you know, our reality as human beings in this world and how we have to work for everything, you know, that we, that we get. Uh, and so it's an interesting conversation to have with folks because a lot of times they're like, no, 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 they, they just, they can't, even if you show them the scriptures, they're just like, no, 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 no. Sirs, what's my, what must I do to be saved? To believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Clear, clear as day. No, there's got to be more. We had one lady. She was a, a Church of Christ, and uh, Church of Christ believe that you have to be baptized to be saved. That if you're if you if you believe on Jesus, you're not saved. You have to be baptized. And we were talking with this with this woman about it, and we went to John three sixteen. And she's like, "Well, read read the other verses. You got to read before and after that, you know." And and then he kept reading the verses, and it was like, "Believe, believe, believe, believe." It's like it just keeps saying, "Believe." And she and she's like, well, but you're not baptized, or you didn't get baptized. And we're like, well, I mean, this is kind of where we're at an impasse. We got to leave because there's really no, we're not, we're not at your door to debate. You know, we don't come no. to your door to debate. You either want to hear what we have to tell you, or you don't, and that's okay. If you don't, that's fine. You know, it's not, it's not fine. You know, I shouldn't say that because that's somebody's eternal soul, right? And they're gonna go one of two places. Um, but at the same time, like we can respect or I can respect that you're not willing to hear this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yesterday we had a guy. um, So our group got three yesterday, three salvations. And um, my wife's group got two of them. They always get more salvations than us. The ladies, man, they just, you (laughs) know, more people open the door for them. And, you know, so the men go one way, the ladies go the other. But uh, uh, we talked to this uh, African-American gentleman. He he just happened to be coming out and walking under his carport. And we asked him, um, well, my partner asked him, you know, about, you know, if, if, if you were to die tonight, do you know if you're going to heaven? And he's like, no. And, you know, well, I can show you how you can be sure. And this guy, man, he was ready to listen, just ready. He started tearing up. I mean, he just, he listened to everything. And then we showed him everything in the Bible. And he's like, I believe this. I believe it. And we said the sinner's prayer with him and then gave him a New Testament. And he's like, I'm going to go inside and talk to my wife. And I'm like, man, this is so cool, you know. Cool. And you 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 have these interactions with people where they're just, they're 100% open to it. I, I had a lady I led to the Lord who had an autistic child who was screaming when she first came out, laughing, and then at the doorbell, ringing it nonstop. And she listened the whole time, man, with all of that distraction. It was it was very like the Holy Spirit, man. It, it, when you see the Holy Spirit working on people, it's it's amazing because it's not a feeling. It's just you can see that there's they're already ready to receive. Um, and then like, other people are like straight up soil. Uh, 
It's, yeah. it's good soil. There's humility there ready to receive. And that's when the Holy Spirit can arrest you. Like I've seen that. Exa- I know exactly what you're talking about. When someone is willing to listen, the soil is just, it's been tilled. It's ready to go, ready to be planted. And, and, and God brings the increase. It, you know, there's that parable, what it falls on stony ground, falls on good soil and all that stuff. And the roots dry up quickly. But when you do, when there is someone that really, like, like the guy you were talking about, I mean, who knows what he's going through in his personal life. But he needed that at that moment, and it wasn't an emotional response. It was a it was a spiritual response. It was a response to the deepest core of who he is, is the you know the eternal part of him, and that's mm-hmm. that God shaped hole that we always talk about. Yeah, and that's uh, Hezekiah three two, Michael, the God shaped hole. Uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I always go to Hezekiah. I got to come up with a new one. But Hezekiah is getting old. Second Hezekiah. Second Hezekiah. Yeah. <laughs> Third Isaiah. Third. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I know what you mean. And it's really, it is really cool when someone comes to it. Like I, you know, I've had that with friends and family and stuff where it's just the light bulb goes on and they're like, wow, they actually got it. Like, that's so cool. And it, we're not taking any bl- any of the uh, credit for it. I mean, we're just doing what you're supposed to do. He said, go out and preach the gospel to all, all the creatures. So mm-hmm. that's what we do. And some receive it, some don't. He said, shake the dust off your sandals or off your Nikes or whatever you're wearing and move on to the next one. If you know, they don't want to receive it. It's not worth the argument, that's for sure. No. And I've seen the arguments and they're just kind of they're fruitless, right? Because you have one person who's dead set, you have the other person who's dead set, and it's is the devil using that opportunity to keep you from knocking another door, you know, from someone of somebody who may be willing to listen. You kind of got to keep that in mind because we can get it's so easy to get sucked into the debate. Very easy. I mean, we do it all the time on the internet. So yeah, I was going to say, we do it right here. <laughs> I, don't, on all these. I don't debate in comments anymore though. Yeah. I will, uh, if I see something that I disagree with or, you know, and, and, and usually it's about the Bible. And so I'll just post it, what somebody said, and I'll just put the scriptures and just leave it at mm-hmm. that. And they can argue with the scriptures because I'm not arguing with them. I'm just like, Hey, you say this, this, and this, this is what the Bible says. And you mentioned the Bible. In fact, you mentioned the Bible in your comment. You actually told them to read their Bible. So here, I'm going to give you some scriptures to read and consider. And then, of course, nine times out of ten, they're blocking me or not, you know, <laughs> not responding, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, they can block they can block uh, me all they want uh, and reject the Word of God. But at, at the end of the day, you know, if you're not open to what the Bible says— then either you're not going to get saved or if you're saved, you're not going to grow because I mean, how do you grow if everything you read in the Bible, you reject, this is what I'm supposed to do. Oh, why don't that's that that's for back then. That's not now. No, it's for all time. God's word's not changing and there's nothing new under the sun. Does that not tell us that these things are supposed to be things we're supposed to heed? Mm-hmm. And you know, anywho, yeah. I'm off the soapbox. Deep- D. Patty said, I'm so sick of the African-American title. They're American. Is it just me? <laughs> yes, I'm sick of it, too. I get it. it. You know, that whole thing, I think that started when I was probably, I think the first time I might have heard it was probably early 20s. And I and I always thought the same thing. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm Lebanese and Italian. Am I a Lebanese, Italian, American? Like, I don't I don't understand, like, what why am I? <laughs> what was the derogatory term for Italians? It's day well, Dago Wop. Wop. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Can we say that? Is that a bad one? I, I used, that was my friend's nickname. His he was his, he's 100 percent Italian. We always called him Wop. That was <laughs> <laughs> it was just 
I got called the worst, trust me, as an Arab. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. I can't even say half of them. Yeah, all the time. No, it's it's. I, I get what you're saying. It's the softening of language. And the funny thing about it is that it doesn't do anything, right? Like, they they changed retarded to intellectually disabled, right? And then autism started becoming a thing. And guess what kids use these days as an insult? Autist. Autism. You have autism. You're an autist. You know, it's like it doesn't – you change the language and they're still going to figure out a way to make it derogatory. Yeah. derogatory. So it's it's whatever. And we were – we were I had, I had to do these trainings this last week. And um, one of the trainings was – they were just going on and on about ageism. And they were like, this commercial, you know, it marginalizes the elderly. And I'm going, okay. If you're 80 years old and you're sitting at home and this commercial comes on and it like destroys you emotionally, <laughs> man, you must have had an easy, easy life. <laughs> and then they go on in another training because I had to do like 12 of these trainings. And one of the trainings that was talking about the disproportion between because I work I work with homeless veterans. So, you know, the disproportion between uh, <laughs> there's this many more black veterans that are homeless than white veterans. So therefore racism. You know, and it's like, that's it. And I'm like, wait a yeah. second. If we're going to look at it scientifically and we no want to have... No metrics involved. It's just right, it's right. racist. Yeah. It's, it's got to be racism, right? Because we found out there's more black people who are homeless than white people. That that must be it. And I'm like, okay. Unless you measure the attitudes of everybody those people have interacted with, how can you then point to it's racism? You mm. can't. You, you All you're doing is putting a narrative on it. it. Sounds like the evolutionists. Sounds like everybody else in science these days putting a narrative on something. We have a consensus that it's racism, therefore it's racism. We have a consensus that the climate is changing and it's going to be disastrous, therefore it's going to be disastrous and it's changing. It's ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. Science ridiculous. falsely so-called. Anywho. Pseudoscience. Yeah. All right, let's get in. Speaking of pseudoscience and stupid, let's watch this. My cake pops removed. I specifically asked my surgeon to leave the bag intact. That's because down the line, Disgusting. if I wanted to use my cake pop stick and turn it into a donut, the bag can come in handy. There Gross. are a couple methods that use the bag itself, but the one that I'm referring to is called the cake pop stick inversion method. What they do is they take the cake pop stick and they turn it inside out, essentially turning the inside of the cake pop stick into the lining of the donut. You will never be a woman. You sicko. And notice how these weird, strange, very, 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 very disturbed people, how often they are dressed not like women, but like little girls. You see that this man, who is so obviously a man, would never, ever, ever be mistaken as a woman by anyone, is dressed like a six-year-old child. I promise you that is not on accident. Mm. Oh, what a great point. She pointed it out. She, mm -hmm. she, she, she zeroed right in on it. It's, um, gosh, man. I, Isn't I, that I, what I was talking about before, Michael? Remember uh, I said it's, it always leads back to some kind of pervertedness. Yeah. And, 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 and on one whatever end. Whatever that desire is, that's going to come out and play out in your life if you let it. Right. I mean, on one end, it, it makes me, I get frustrated, but on the other end, like, man, I, I feel so terrible for this person because mm -hmm. they're so far gone. And a lot of these people have been led along, you know, through their own trauma and through these sick public people that are these teachers and things that are, that are indoctrinating them into this stuff. Um, 
at some point they'll be without excuse. I, I can't say all of them are reprobate. I think a lot of them have been sold into this. And and the other thing is is public school and how public school works. You know, when I was in school, there wasn't a special category you could jump into to not ever be touched. Mm-hmm. And now you have a special category that if you jump into it, you're not only untouchable, you're glorified. You're 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 elevated. And so it makes me think a lot of these kids are just following the trend. But the good news is, is we're seeing a lot more conservative generation that are uh, mm-hmm. that are rejecting all this. It's like the counterculture that we've always seen. You know, now the counterculture is going to be right wing. <laughs> I don't know where that's yeah, going to lead then it, us. And then, it, and then it goes too far right. It always this yeah. is how it always goes. It's, the pendulum goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. You bring up a good point though, because you're right. In high school, there was no safe space. Like, you know, if, if you were suspected of being gay, you might get beat up maybe in school yeah. or something. But most people got left alone. I mean, there was a bully or something. But I will say this. It's it's interesting because now the weird group, the weird people hang out. They're safe. And just like you said, they're glorified and they're raised to like a celebrity status mm-hmm. and elevated above everybody else. And they get like oh, special Look how brave treatment. you are. Look you're, how brave you the are. Courage, so the courage. brave. Yeah. Ugh. And so what does that do? It gives them this idea. It 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 actually enhances their mental illness that needs to be addressed. Right. Like I don't what? we're 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 helping their mental breakdowns so that they can feel better about themselves, but it doesn't make them feel better. They, they the all the stats show that suicide rates are like through the roof with that group of people. The suicide rates, the suicide rates for a so-called transgender individual are that of somebody who needs to be hospitalized because they have schizophrenia. That's how bad it is. It's pointing and indicating there's a mental illness. That's what it's pointing to because people without mental illness don't want to kill themselves. And I mean, generally speaking, unless they interact and unless they need to know too much about the Clintons, maybe they want to kill themselves. (laughs) They don't have a mental illness, but... But, uh, you know, and then you add, so what they did before all of this, right, is they eliminated the ability for a student to defend themselves, right? And back when we were in school, the way to deal with a bully was to give them a good punch to the face. And I was, I've been on both sides of this. I've been on the side where I was bullying, somebody punched me, I stopped. And I've been on the other side where I defended myself and they stopped. And then they took that away because now you get bullied, you fight back, you get in trouble. And they get the law involved. It's just ridiculous. You know, what we didn't need teachers for and the law for when we were in school, now they have all of it involved. And so the student then cannot defend themselves physically against a bully. And then not only are they bullying them in school, but they're doing it through social media and these other means. And then now you create this special category of people that if, you know, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier about what Chuck Woolery said. If you don't like this person who's in that special group, then you must hate them all. And now you're open for bullying because you don't love the chosen people or the 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 holy group or the venerated, whatever you want to call them, that they're treating them as. And it's just ridiculous to me. All of it is ridiculous. And it's a clown world. But I'm not surprised. And no, nothing surprises me anymore. It. it you know, you read the, the amount of uh, scandals that were going on in the Bible, and you're like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no wonder. We've been doing it all along. You know, we keep I'm, going through these I'm not, cycles. I'm not surprised by depravity. I mean, that, we know that's yeah. 
just what human nature does, but when it's left to its own devices. But what I am surprised is, is that every day I find out something new that's a level of depravity I didn't even know was attainable. That That's what's shocking sometimes. You're just like, oh my gosh, like how, who thinks of that? Who comes up with that? Like this guy takes a donut and pops it, like, or uh, uh, suckers, and he's like using it to show his, or his mm-hmm. supposed, you know, girl parts. Like, I mean, what a sicko. I'm like, educating mom people. And dad, mom I don't and dad care. are proud. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't care. I, I, you know, the only time I ever cared was I was working with somebody who was, when I met him, I thought it was a man. That's, that's how far along this person had gotten. And, uh, so when they were telling me about the, what they were going to do, I of course asked questions. I didn't know about it. So whenever I'm, whenever somebody tells me, some crazy stuff that I've never heard of before. I'm going to ask tons of questions. And, mm-hmm. you know, generally people are willing to answer questions about themselves. So this person told me all the stuff and, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, man, that, that just seems like a lot to go through for you to all the, be fulfilled on the other side. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And what, what's great about it, what, what's interesting about it is the mental health, so-called mental health professionals. <laughs> I'm one, but. I call them so-called because they will argue that the best course of action for somebody who believes they're in the wrong body is to put them in the right body or mutilate their body to the point where they think they're in the right body. But yet if somebody has body dysmorphia, uh, let's example being a woman who thinks she has needs to have bigger lips or bigger boobs or whatever, they don't treat them the same. They treat them mm-hmm. differently. They say, well, you know, if, you've, if you're a man and you have body dysmorphia and you're a bodybuilder, you're never going to be satisfied. If you're a woman and you have body dysmorphia and you want a tummy tuck or a boob job or whatever, you're never going to be satisfied. Well, if that's the case, that's human nature, right? That's human nature. We're never going to be satisfied. Most of us are never satisfied. You know, there's always grass that's greener on the other side. There's a, you know, just look at people keeping up with the Joneses. There's a bigger house. There's a nicer car, so on and so forth. So I don't understand why this special population of people who their brains are messed up getting all these mutilative processes done would somehow make them, Oh, they're, 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 they're cured now. They're whole. I mean, we would have heard about it by now, Gino, we would have heard there's a breakthrough treatment and these people are cured, but they're not cured as evidenced by the fact that they have to make these disgusting videos to try to tell everybody about it. Like if you, if you're cured, if you are getting what you need and you don't have an issue, then why do you constantly have to talk about it? I don't, I, you know, the, the first thing I need to know about somebody is what their pronouns are. I don't care. And most people that put the pronouns on their uh, stuff, it's, a, it's fake anyways. It's a virtue signal. I want you to feel yeah. welcome. Why, why? So, so you, your name's Jennifer. And now I know I need to know you go by she, her, like that's ridiculous and redundant. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. And I automatically distrust those people now. Like Me too. if I see it on their email, I'm just like, okay, that's somebody that I don't trust because I, I, I think it's just a fake thing. They haven't even done any thinking about it. They just go with it because the world sells this idea that being loving is accepting what anybody does or says and never, telling them the truth 
like flatter them and lie to them, but don't ever tell them the truth. Don't ever pull them out of the road when they're about to be run over by a car. Don't pull them out of the fire that they're about to go burn in for eternity because that's hateful, Gino. So hateful. You're so hateful, I'm going to start walking around just tell everybody I'm a 53-year-old white guy. I go by he, him. Like, why would I... Why would I go around stating the obvious, right? <laughs> because I'm normal, okay? But these people are abnormal. I'm either mentally challenged and, and made that way by their mental illness or choosing to do it. It doesn't matter. But you don't go around bragging about it. You you work, like we're all a work in progress, okay? I mean, I, I'm yeah. not trying to look down my nose and say I'm, you know, holier than thou or anything. I'm just saying all of us have issues. We all have vices. We have things we got to overcome. But like... Why do why do these people get propped up like they're some kind of superhero and like, oh, look how courageous this person is coming out. Like, what was that guy in the Bud Light can, the, the, the dude that thought he was, a, he still thinks he's a woman. I just saw him on another, forgot his name. Yeah, that one. Whatever, whatever. Who cares? The short-lived period <laughs> but, of Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Mulvaney. 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 By the way, have you seen the new Bud Light commercials? I'll be nope. darn, Michael, if they didn't go back to cowboys and <laughs> <laughs> dirty Ford Damage trucks control. going through the mud. <laughs> Damage so control. Uh, oh, it's ridiculous. No, you know it's, what? It's... I wonder. I would, we, thank God we on this show, because we have a very large budget here, we do have someone that could probably answer this question for us. He's probably the most renowned psychologist in the world, Michael. Let's, let's just see what Mr. George Let's hear what he has to say. Up yours, yeah. woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Hmm. Okay, well, I, I guess he's on our side with this. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, with the the Rainbow Mafia or whatever, um, you see these so-called, they're apostate churches, these so-called churches that are flying those flags. And I heard a great sermon recently, and he's like, well, we're all the murder flags for murderers and the adulterer <laughs> flags and the... You know, the flags for all these other sinners. Like, why, why, why won't we, why, why don't we, but you see the name of the game with the LGBTQ stuff is pride, right? Like it's literally right. thumb the nose at God and go exactly against it. Use his symbol modified with one less color as, you know, their symbol. And um, it's really a thumb to thumb, a thumb into the nose at God and, I think the reason why it comes up is because it's permeated our society so much. It's mm -hmm. not necessarily singling that group out as much as it is. You're throwing it in my face nonstop. And until we talk about it and we say, this is disgusting. We don't want to see it. It doesn't need to be exposed to our children. Don't need to be exposed to it. It doesn't need to be in every piece of media that comes out, including commercials. That's where we lost because people weren't standing up and saying, no, they were going, oh, well, we need to accept. We need to accept. Well, you know what? I don't need to accept it. And in my house, we don't accept it. It's just the way it is. Sorry. I, could, man, I, I, I don't. I'm not going to go out and tell, scream at no. somebody in their face. I'm not going to go and punch no. them or attack them. No. In fact, I'm not going to not go to a house that's flying a rainbow flag. I'll knock their door just like anybody else and present the gospel to them. It, do, it doesn't make any difference to me. But my thing is, is if they're going to be so vocal then why aren't we? We Well, I don't want to appear like I'm judging. Well, the Bible doesn't tell us never to judge. <laughs> the, in fact, Jesus tells us you can judge, mm -hmm. but you shouldn't be judging somebody on something you're dealing with yourself. That's right. Take the log out of your own eye. Right. And so when, when, when 
you know, when people are like, well, don't, you know, don't judge. Yeah. It says, don't, you know, judge not lest he be judged. Right. But we have to use judgment to to operate. Like we can't just, we can't just operate without judging anything. How many times in a day do we judge something? Right. (laughs) Judge the distance, stopping distance, for instance, if you're coming in. I judge, I judge whether or not I trust people on the road based on how they're (laughs) driving. Right. Like this person's erratic. I'm going to be careful when I'm passing them because I don't want them to run into me. You know, Um, this guy seems a little bit shady. I don't know. You know, I don't know how much I want to interact with him. I've done that on the job my whole life. I'll go to the workplace. I'll meet the people and I will judge who I want to associate myself with and who I want to keep kind of a healthy distance from because I, you can see it right away who are the problem causes. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with those people. I'll be friendly to them and cordial or whatever, but that's judgment. You know, I'm not going to sit there and go, you're a sinner and you're burning in hell and I'm going to judge you for that. No, that's God's judgment right there. It, that, but, it's a weak argument when they say don't judge. That's that's always because they're judging. Everybody's judging. Everybody. Well, you shouldn't judge. <clears throat> well, you're judging me by no. saying that. Yeah. Oh, you don't get oh, out of this oh, Inception. I had the layered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chop said they are brave in each of their peers' eyes for challenging God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that. There, it is pride. It, it's. I mean, literally, they call it the pride flag, right? I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're, like it's, and it's not. I, I, I know people in my personal life that are gay, okay? W- one particular person is a very good person in general. Like, I mean, actually would agree with most of what we're saying tonight, but this particular person hasn't overcome this particular part of their life yet. And I'm working on it. I've, I have good conversations with this person every now and then. And see, we're patient with that. But when you're out there st- sticking it in people's faces and proud of it like proud of you like why do i need to hear about your sex life why why is that like part of the everyday conversation i'm just trying to do my job or i'm trying to you know go shopping like why does that have to be so upfront and center that's the part that is so irritating me you want to do that in the privacy of your own home go ahead there's repercussions there's consequences i'm telling you right now but what why that do i need to know about it right right it, it it's 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 an onslaught, an onslaught of you must think this way. It's very religious in nature because it has its own doctrines and dogmas, and you are a heretic if you don't go along with it. I mean, it's it's very religious, and eventually, it it, it, it I think we're going to get to the point where there's going to be people fighting it on that on that basis. That it's it's because that's what it is. Like, man, at work we had Pride Month, right? June. And then we had like transgender history month. And then we had the transgender day of awareness. And I'm like, what is all of this? And then we had a meeting where they were doing some mindfulness meditation. And I was like, man, I wonder when we get to pray to Jesus. I mean, can we pray to Jesus? Can we, can we have a nice Christian prayer praying to the Lord, thanking him for everything he's provided? Because if we can, then fine, I'm good. If we can do that in a meeting, then you guys can do all your heretic crap. But if you're going to do all that heretic crap and you're not going to allow Christianity to be a part of this, I mean, yet again, here's an evidence that we have the one true faith, the one true God. Mm-hmm. Now, we're on his side. You know, it's evidence that way to me that when, when, when things like that happen and it's like we have to observe everything except for those Christians, just you know, shows me the truth even more. 
you just brought up something that the, the guy here, Bob Duco, he's a talk show host. Um, he's had that actual same point that you just made. Cause, um, during the summer, the major league baseball teams do like pride night or there's like a whole month of all these things they do. And he's like, you know, I've been observing this for 10 years now and I've never seen Christian night. Right. Never. Mm-hmm. And, and if someone even approached MLB and said, Hey, you know, we want to do this Christian night at all the stadiums. How do you think that's going to go, Mike? Oh man, it would make national well, news and it would just be, <laughs> Oh, I could Oh, it would be so glorious. I just like to see it happen. It would just be, it just, you know, it was interesting because it was 10 years ago. Now we went to Disney world and, um, they were actually having a Christian concert. Well, you know, right. A, a real one or was it like... suppo- supposedly, I yeah. don't know who it was. Well, was at least it there. was yeah, some semblance of it anyway, but it was our last day there. Right. It was our last day. And everybody's in the park and they're like, we're closing early and you will have to leave unless you have a con, uh, a, a ticket to this concert, man. I, 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 this is absolute truth. We're walking toward the monorail and clouds roll in and lightning cr- cloud to ground <laughs> lightning starts striking everywhere. Cause I'm, I'm, I don't know if I said it, but I thought it, the mm-hmm. people who need to hear the gospel are the ones you're leaving. You're making them leave so that the people that, hopefully are already believers and coming to see this Christian artist um, can come and enjoy this music for themselves. Like it's so odd to me. And then we're leaving and these lightning strikes are coming down. I'm like, okay, I think God got the message here. You know, (laughs) nobody else is going to get the message, but you know, boy, joyful June has joined us. Hey, y'all, hope the blending is going well. The blender is very hot tonight. Michael's yes. on a roll. He's yes. On his, I don't want to call it a soapbox because this, is, this no. is like good stuff right here. I'm, I like when you go off on these tangents. I like that. Also, Chops said, uh, Gino and Mike, I made a video on the cult aspects of transgender a while ago. When you have time, look up openly cultish. Hmm, right on. Yeah, I'll Excellent. look it up. Yeah. Thanks, Chops. Yeah, what it's, is it's, that it's video here? Or, where, where's that video at? chops is it on rumble i think he's i think chops is on rumble i think i follow him on rumble june is a lovely summer month not just for pride it also happens to be my name so the only pride i feel is the fact that i'm a child of god amen amen Amen, june joyful june yes sir well since we're on the subject of uh sane (laughs) can't even say what a straight (laughs) thing Same people. Let's watch this. This is a very eerie video, but these are the people that do those procedures. So, I mean, it makes sense. You got to repent, sir, for murdering babies. Demon. Why? Because Demon. it's a sin before God. <sighs> Why? Well, Stinky breath. Yeah, Why? That's, pretty, that's pretty evil of you, sir. Yeah, yeah. And then I hope and pray that you... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you do to babies, huh? Yeah, I love it. You love it, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay, I hope that you come to Christ, sir. Oh, I'd never go to Christ. I hope that you come to Christ. He's a reprobate. Yeah, you. I don't listen to Christ. You, you will have a darkened heart. Sir. I do have a darkened yeah. heart. Yeah. You have a darkened heart. I do. I do very, very much. And you will stand yeah. before God in judgment. Yes, day. I will. Every day. You will stand before God in judgment. Yes, I will. Every day. All of the babies that I you love have it. Failed. I love it. Yeah, keep tearing the babies. Yeah, apart. I will. Keep tearing the babies. I apart. will. Keep keep tearing the babies apart. Yes, sir. The babies, their blood screams from the ground. Hmm. Talk about mm. d- demonic manifestation. 
right? Either that guy's demon possessed or he's complete reprobate. And he's oh, right. Oh. Every day he's going to be judged in hell, burning every mm-hmm. day for eternity for that. If he doesn't, if he doesn't accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, it's. I mean, to how do, do you that, ju- how uh, do you justify that as a, a doctor, right? Right. How do you justify that? And then your behaviors like that, like very professional, by the way. Um, right. You justify it saying, yeah, 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 making all these weird grunts and noises, and like. Think about, like, if you're a woman going into that place, what does that guy act like? I mean, does he act similar to that? As I, I don't get it. Like, if that's his everyday behavior, which I probably isn't, I'm guessing. Otherwise, no one would be going to that clinic. Right. Like, you're going to trust someone like that with your with your it's your body, you know, your choice, I guess. But um, <laughs> that's just really strange, man. Wes, Wes, how are you, friend? Good to see you, man. Yeah, it's, it's not. All it's... the way from Canada. All the way, all the way from the north. Oh man, it's got to be cold up there, Wes. How many inches of snow? I'm nervous yeah, to right. ask. Just don't send it this way, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, man. man, yeah, that wasn't that creepy. I've seen that before. I know it's an older video, but it's just like what a weirdo. Right. Yeah. If there, it, it, there's certain ones where you see it and you're just like, wow, like how can you be that? Because he, he's just mocking, openly mocking openly mocking oh man special place in hell for him yeah you know uh on this show we curse a lot you know buddha <laughs> allah we, we do it all the time like i know we <laughs> you ever wonder why it's always our lord's name being used in a curse word because there's power in the name of jesus they don't they, they somewhere they know it Somewhere they know it, but that's the only reason, like, it. Now, I do have one theory, Gino. I have one theory I'm going to share with you because this has been brought in through our media, right, Um, through the movies and everything, this language. I'm sure the language was used prior to, but it seems to be very prevalent in movies and filth. And we know who runs Hollywood, and they reject Christ, and so I'm 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 wondering if that it played into it. the 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 act of rejecting of Christ played into how it's written, the scripts and things, uh, GD and 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 using the Lord's name in vain. Um, it's very interesting to me that it's not Muhammad, it's not Buddha. Oh, Buddha! You know, it's not. It's none. Of, it's none. None of the fake gods. None of them. It's the one true God that they that they that they blaspheme and it's it's either the there's devil, a million you know there's like a million and a half words in the language that you can yeah. use but yet you'll yes. take that name of all those i it just it just shows you it's complete. and it hurts man it, it, when it, i hear it i just oh uh, i don't like i can cringe. like i don't yeah curse words i could care less like when someone's yeah. cursing i'm like okay whatever you know but when i hear that yeah it's absolutely like are you kidding me like and you know Gosh, I have someone that I know, I'm not going to name a, a certain person in my life that uses it quite a bit, the older gentleman in his eighties. And I'm like, man, like you go to, like you go to church and then you, like, I don't, I have, this is another thing, Mike, I have a friend, his dad's a deacon in a, um, uh, I guess they're like an Orthodox Greek Catholic Ooh. church or something. 
And I'll tell you what, like he's the holiest guy when you see him in church, but then get him outside of the walls of the church. And it's like, he could be in any bar and you wouldn't know he was a deacon. And you're like, how do you like live that double life? Like, right. like so hypocritical. Like, I don't understand. There's no conviction. There's obviously he's not saved. I mean, because no saved person would continue to live like that for years. And I mean, it's been like, like yeah, four years. It, so it's yeah. it's one thing to live like the devil and then you go to church. It's another thing to serve in the church and then be able to, like you said, be able to go out and do that. Because that's the thing, you know, you're serving you're serving in the church. Wouldn't you have some conscience about, you know, hey, I'm I'm representing this place by serving here. I don't want to represent the people and the church in a bad light, but you're right. You know, that, that seems to me something that would happen if you're not saved. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh, anyway, let's, let's watch this about cursing. What? I've always found it interesting. The first thing that comes out of people's mouth and they miss a live is the name of Jesus Christ is a cuss word. Now you will never catch someone using the names Muhammad, Pope Francis, Buddha, Allah, Joseph Smith, Charles Darwin. You will never catch anyone using their names as a cuss word because they're all false gods. And most of the people who do this are self-proclaiming atheists or say that all religions lead to the same thing. What you don't realize is every time you use the Lord's name in a profane manner, you're acknowledging his existence and you're proving that he is the only way, the only truth, and the only way to the Father. I say this out of love. It does not matter if you're atheist, if you're Jewish, if you're Islamic, agnostic, whatever. You will not be any of those things the second after you die because you're going to come face to face with Jesus on Judgment Day. And you're going to realize that you spent your whole life denying and mocking the one man who could have saved you from burning in hell for all of eternity. The Bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. If you want to learn how to follow God, click follow or subscribe. Well said. Yes. Let's, I mean, <laughs> Joseph Smith. I'm going to start using that. I'm going to start using that. That's it. That's it from now on. Oh, Joseph Smith. That's, that's good, right? That's good. You know what we've never really be happy, discussed. But... No, they won't. But, uh, you know, the Mormon church, they're going to have some problems coming very soon with Tim Ballard which I tried to tell people a while back. Not uh -oh. a good person, Tim Ballard. Yeah, uh -oh. those days are coming. Very, very <laughs> close to things going down with the Mormon church and Tim Ballard. Just putting it out there. Man. So, Mike, have we ever discussed curse words? I'm sure we have. We've done 70 shows. So at some point we had to have said, like, like substituting words for other words. So, like, if a Christian doesn't want to use the uh, SH word, we say crap, okay? But is that any, like... In God's eyes, is it really any better word? Because I don't think how, so. What, what determines a curse word, and what makes another word better than that? Like I don't. Who's the? I think, who's I think the it's the intent of that. I think it's the intent, right? So if your intent is O S H I T or O oh, crap, either way, your 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 intent is still the same. You know, it's it, it like the gosh dang it, you know. Like yeah. that right there. It's like, I mean, you're just not saying borderline. Yeah. You're like, you're like floating right around it. And if that's like your go-to, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know? So, okay. That's... Well then what word? Okay. Okay. Let's just use that word. Oh, okay, fiddlesticks. So you got, you've got, <laughs> you've got the SH word. You've got, yeah. let's say crap. Yeah. Who, uh, uh, excrement mm -hmm. uh, like how do we what who is the arbiter of saying well 
we have to describe it. We have to, there has to be a word for it. Which one, which, what makes one word better than another? Why did all of a sudden SH become worse than excrement? And why was it a curse word? That's the part I, sometimes I get a little confused on. I'm like, how did that happen and why? Like there has to be an origin of it. But when that guy said it, did he mean it as a curse word or was he just coming up with some jargon for that? Like, I don't know. I don't know what makes it so bad. I don't use it personally, but I mean, I used to all the time back in the day. I mean, I couldn't get a sentence out without three cuss words being in, you know, a seven word <laughs> sentence with a period. Like, so I get it, but it's like, I don't, I don't know what makes one word worse than another at some point. Now, when it comes to the name of my Lord and Savior, yes, that's, I'm sorry, that's my line. I think it's intent. I think really it's intent. Because if you're talking about, you know, oh man, the dog pooped outside, I gotta go pick it up, you know. But because nobody's, you know, people aren't going, you know, Gino, you're a big piece of poop. You know, <laughs> some it's, people, some people it say maybe. <laughs> you're a piece of poop. You're a piece of excrement. I mean, I guess that could be used that way, but <laughs> piece of excrement. I don't know. Because I think classically or historically, certain things have been used to insult as insults. I would say those are, you know, those are why they're considered, you know, cuss words or whatever. But I don't know. I just try not to say bad things if I can avoid. Yeah, I it. do. I do too. You but know? again, like, there's I've I've had this debate my own mind at times i'm like well, yeah. why is that one word i don't know I, I don't know if i'm right wrong or the other i have no idea i'm just throwing it out there but uh we know one thing for sure joyful june always says dag nam it <laughs> dag dag nab it sorry yeah <laughs> i don't know let's see it's There's one a... i think that's one of those debates that will probably go on forever and then we'll just know in eternity at some point i don't know right yeah, filthy language. Don't let filthy language proceed out of your mouth. Yeah, so, yeah that's what like, the Bible says. And it, but how do we, like, I know in our language, in the English language, SH is a bad word. Like, kids mm -hmm. aren't supposed to say that, right? But when did it become a bad word? Was it a bad word before that? Did the intent change at some point and it became this derogatory term? I, that's, I don't know the history of our language well enough to determine why is this word all of a sudden bad. And, okay, I, here's a, here's a word okay so fag okay that would be a derogatory mm -hmm. term i wouldn't use that against someone of you know that's a homosexual back in the day i did but that that also means cigarettes right like in in england they use they say that all the time smoking so, a fag <laughs> like it's, oh my gosh i hope no one clips that <laughs> uses that against you. i know right it goes viral, just that. Oh, God. This guy's a hate monger. Ah, he said fag. No. You know, and, and it was something we used against each other when I was in school. Friends. With the friends. Like, you, you're being a fag. You know, like, just stupid. What, Mike, did you ever play Smear the Queer with your yes. friends football? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Man. Oh, my gosh. That's so... Every day we played that game. <laughs> Smear the queer. <laughs> we didn't even know what we were that. saying. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. They don't even say sitting Indian style anymore because that's hateful. <laughs> did, oh, by the way, did you see that yeah. the, the Washington the, the, Commanders now they? It's so funny. Oh, what are they? What are they now? What are they changing the so name they're, again? They're the Washington Commanders, but the original when they were named the Redskins, 
yeah. they were named after like it was an honor because whoever they named it after I forgot the chief's name or whatever um, was honored to have his <laughs> the Redskins on their helmet and as their name. Yeah. And these idiots went back and said, this is derogatory. We're taking this away. It's racist, right? And all these things. And now the, that group of Indians, and I forgot what tribe it is, whatever it is, they're like, uh, yeah, we want our name back on there. That was an honor to our tribe. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. These idiots don't know what they're doing half the time. Oh, Did you hear about that Chiefs fan, the kid that they smeared? No. So he showed up to the Chiefs game with uh, half his face was black, the other half was red, because that's their colors, and then he had a headdress on. And so some journalist took pictures of him from the side where all you could see was the black, and it was like, this person's insulting black people and Native Americans. Come to find out the kid's actually Native American, for one. And of course, he was he painted his face because he was a Chiefs fan. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> It's so stupid. And so we're going to have another slander situation. It. He's probably going to end up winning millions in court, just like <laughs> uh, the, the, that kid, that um, with the, the Catholic red school kid with yeah, the MAGA the hat. hat. Yep. They're like, he's harassing the Native American, and it was the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, this was really good. I like this. You sent this over the other day, and uh, <laughs> it reminded me of something. First, we'll watch this, and then I'll show you what it reminded me of. Hi. Do you know what this is? Those of you that have seen Alaskan Bush People, the later seasons, might remember this. It's one of the two arm saws that I made. Uh, because why not? <laughs> so, it has a safety switch. This is, the, this is the button to activate, but this is the safety switch. When it's this way, you're safe, you're good to go. Minus the pokey potential. However, when it's flipped this way... It's a little bit more useful. It's an old favorite. I will admit the other version of it is actually my favorite. It's more Army of Darkness inspired. Uh, but this one, <clears throat> I like it. I think it's cool. I wonder how long this video will stay on TikTok before they take it down. Of course, don't try this at home. Next video will be of me using it on something. Okay, I didn't realize he actually referenced Army of Darkness because that's what it reminded me of right away. I was I, Ash is one of my all-time favorite characters, man. They, like you can't get better than Evil Dead Two, one of the funniest movies ever. Um, <laughs> did you ever see Evil Dead Two, Mike? No, I didn't. Oh I my gosh, it is like it's when we were young. I mean, I was, <laughs> we we probably watched it at least twice a week. It, it was supposed to be a horror movie, but it was filmed actually here in Michigan, like in some woods somewhere. And it was this cult classic B movie, whatever. And it became this like legendary like film. And, you know, they got a whole series of Army of Darkness. Now there's, I think there's even video games of zombies and stuff. But it, it was just, it's so stupid. It was hilarious. So you would just watch it to laugh. And uh, Ash is just like, he's like this cult hero, you know, like cult classic hero. He's funny. But I, that's what I was thinking of when I saw that. But I didn't realize he actually said it in the video that you know it's inspired by Army of Darkness. So I want one for each arm. There, but one for each arm. <laughs> Just send me drive? to the woods. Just send me to the woods. Yeah, <laughs> one in each arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh fun! I knew a guy. I worked. You know, I'm 
I do carpentry and stuff. So this one friend of my brother's worked with me one day. And this kid, this guy's huge. He was a football player and an unbelievable carpenter. I've never seen anybody. He's huge. So he's lifting like, I don't know, 15 two by fours at once and carrying them like they're nothing, you know, and he's all the, and he's building this deck and he takes a saw just like that. It was smaller, a handsaw, seven and a quarter blade. And he has no guard on it. And he's cutting, he's cutting the top of the post like this with his wrist. <laughs> like a four by four post. And I'm like, how are you doing? Like, that's incredible strength. And he's like, it was like a, you know, like a kid's toy in his hand or something like that. And he's man. making these perfect cuts. I was just like, man, this, this guy's out of my league. Like I'm embarrassed to be here. I've got my little guard on my saw. <laughs> I'm taking my time cutting. <laughs> it was embarrassing. You get one done. He's got like 10. Like what the <laughs> heck? What What's taking so long? A lot of words only be only became bad when human sexual reproduction or incorrect usage of reproduction got added. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wes said, I like horror sometime. I curse from time to time, but I do feel bad after it. It's very hard to <laughs> never to. I, you know what? That was Wes. Listen, man, I'm telling you, when I became a Christian, first of all, I didn't really understand God's grace that, that much when I became a Christian. It took me a while to figure it out. But I will say this. like it took That was the hardest thing for me to break. That and then my old religious habits from coming out of the Catholic background. Those two things, cursing probably took me, man, it, it over a year for sure. Like, because I realized I can't keep saying these things. Like, this kind of doesn't jive with what I believe now. So it took me a long time. And then, but I got to say, very rarely, it's usually if someone cuts me off <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> it's like... If I, something might sneak out of my mouth occasionally, it's very rare, but it does happen. And I'm like, thank God I don't have a Jesus sticker on my car or something. Cause I just ruined, you know, Michael, it says our behavior is supposed to go before us. That's, that, that's kind of the mark of the changed life in us. So we, our behavior goes forward and people can see the behavior is different than the world's that that's a mm -hmm. big thing in Christianity. It's that doesn't get you to heaven. That's, that's just, we're, we're, we want to serve him and do it to, to the best of our ability. And if we're ambassadors of Christ, we can't be going around like cursing and <laughs> flipping people off, you know, even with, even with the Christian finger, we, me and Michael used the pinky before. <laughs> it's like, we, so it's important, all that stuff, but it happens. Like we're still humans. We still make mistakes and we quickly move on and, you know, we're not guilt ridden by it, but it's something I think we really have to we have to be very careful with it for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I, th I think, I think what we should do, you know, and the Bible tells us that like, you know, we're a walking testimony. And so mm -hmm. if we're living, if we're, if we're actively living, like we were before we got saved, it's not a good testimony for people who are looking to us as Christians and going, what's different about them? There's nothing different. There's nothing different. That person lives just like I do. They do all the same stuff. Why, why do I need even need to believe that? You know, if they're just doing whatever they want, um, I feel like that, you know, we could put stumbling blocks into, in front of people who, you know, would otherwise maybe be accepting of the gospel when we, uh, try, uh, when we don't try to refrain from worldly things, you know, that we used to dive right into as unbelievers. Hmm, and of course yeah. we have to live in this world. You know, we have to live in the world. We can't like, I tried, I tried to go move to the woods. It didn't work very well. 
I was still in the world, man. <laughs> still have to deal with the same stuff. It doesn't, Maybe yeah, less it doesn't people, really go but away. still, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't go, go away. No. How about some cringe? We haven't had cringe in a while here in the blender. Ooh, all right. Me, 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 I, 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 me, me, all about me and how great I am. Look at me. I'm proud to be a divorced woman. Pastor. So, so stupid. Like, even if she was oh, a man, she wouldn't be qualified to be a pastor because she's divorced. <laughs> so it's, my goodness. Oh, man. Yeah. When oh. I saw that, I was like, oh, man, this is just oh. all about me. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> I mean, can you even believe I'm you would proud. make a video like that? I'm proud I got a divorce. What? <laughs> what? It's so, so bizarre. Oh, my goodness. And, and here's some more cringe. What your vision of the church is, but we have decided that no matter your race, your age, your gender, no matter who you love, you are the thing that God had in mind when she looked out over the world mm. and said, it is good. Mm. I'm going to make a shirt, Gino. Either uh, lust is lust or love is not lust. One of those. I think lust is lust might be better because it mirrors their love is love crap that they keep trying to say. Love is love. It's lust. Lust is lust. Love is not a feeling. It's an action. It's a behavior. It's something that you do. Jesus says, you if know you what? love me, keep my commandments, right? You're yep. doing love. It's not, I love you. Oh, but the I love you so much. The proof is in the pudding, Michael. The proof <laughs> is in the pudding. How long does a homosexual, the average homosexual relationship last? Do you know that answer? I think I, Overnight. I just heard this the other day. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a little longer than that. Less than two years. And I know the average partner count is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And and if you get into the statistics of the research they've done on homosexuals and uh, how many how prevalent molestation is, it's pretty bad. It's not as bad with women, but the statistics on the male side is it's like two hundred numbers averaging oh two hundred victims. That is so gross. And you know it it's it leads to that. You know it that continues down that hole leads to worse if you just keep going in that direction and i just my heart goes out to people that have been deceived and that have been you know indoctrinated into these lifestyles uh and i can't say you know i can't say i don't know who's a reprobate and who's not that's why i say if there's a rainbow flag i'm knocking the door still you know i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know i think once you get so deep into rejecting uh the lord and you have been given ample opportunity he's eventually going to let you be how you want to be i mean that's essentially what he does right romans one tells us that it's not he doesn't just oh these people are just going to go to hell no they actively deny and deny and deny and then he goes okay well if you just that that's what you want to do here you go no hope anymore i think that's where that doctor so-called abortion mm-hmm. doctor was at he was either there or he was just straight up possessed because i just the behaviors man they seemed like that's yeah, bizarre 
Something else was in there. So D. Patty said, dang, have another cheeseburger. <laughs> and then Mandy said, more have like have some more cake. <laughs> physical abuse, yeah. Chop says, uh, physical abuse in homosexual relationships always uh, sets the high watermark as well. Exactly. And and mm -hmm. um, the, uh, man, I, I had something that came to mind and it left just as quickly. I hate that. The physical abuse part. Oh, and then they'll and then they'll tell you that they're some of the most disadvantaged people in society. But if you look at the statistics for their earning, they make way more money. They 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 earn more. They, um, they're richer. You know, uh, generally speaking, you know, statistically speaking. So they're 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 not disadvantaged. They're yeah. just not. I'm so sick of that argument. And I was telling I'm my sister the other day, she came to visit and I was telling her, you know, because we were talking about like racism and I was like, you know, racists, people who are racist don't bother me as much as people who make that their excuse for why they can't do anything in this life. That bothers me more because <laughs> there, there, there's, there's people out there everywhere who have certain thoughts about certain people and about whatever, but. I'm not going to walk around and operate my life based on the assumption that everybody around me hates me because of whatever demographic, you know, all of the above, whatever, uh, because it's, I'm not going to have a good life if I do that. And I work with a lot of people who that's, that's their attitude. Outlook is, you know, just, I'm a victim. I, I, there's nothing I've done to be in the situation I'm in. It's all the things that have happened to me. And the world really tells them that too. The world, that's all the world's saying these days. Mm -hmm. Ask not what you can do for your country. Ask what your country should give you for free. That's the saying, right? Isn't that the saying? <laughs> I think something it goes like something that. like that. Yeah. Someone famous ask, once said that. Ask how much free stuff you can get. Like yeah. these uh, so-called so refugees, they come here. They get, uh, they get uh, supplemental security income. They get food stamps. They get all this stuff. Medical. Um, medical. It's pretty amazing all that stuff that we pay for as taxpayers mm -hmm. and they just go ahead and give it away. So they're coming for the free. They're, they're not coming for the freedom. They're coming for the free stuff. <laughs> Who would someone said free and they, they thought it was actual free stuff. And then, and then they got here and they were like, Oh, the government didn't lie. I mean, free stuff. Right. So, Oh, rough. Wes said they have every advantage today, please. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yep. Chops, that's true. Physical abuse in homosexual relationships always sets the high watermark. You know, so they actually, my wife works with a guy who's gay and was engaged um, and thought it was going to be the rest of his life and his love of his life was there. And, well, I'll be darned, the guy didn't leave six months after they were engaged. He's gone. Left mm. with another dude. Yeah. And mm. this guy, this particular guy that works with my wife, I don't even know how to describe his behavior. It's so chaotic and erratic. It can be, it's one high to another low, back to a high, back to low. The other day I was there Ugh. picking up a French, my French vanilla cappuccino. I get extra large, by the way, from Tim Hortons. Uh, so I'm there getting my <laughs> cappuccino. And in the middle, I don't even understand what was going on. There was kind of a long line outside, you know, in the drive-thru, whatever. So apparently he was getting overwhelmed by the long line, which oh my gosh. he's he's only worked there no. for 10 years. So I don't know why that would overwhelm you. But anyway, he's down on his hands and knees behind, by the register. So like customers inside could see him down there. And he's got his hands in the air like, oh, what's going on? 
I'm like, and I'm looking, I'm like, what am I watching right now? Like, what? Like, this is the guy you want working at your establishment? This is professionalism? Like, that's embarrassing. Like, I, and the guy, by the way, it's not just that. He'll show up. He's scheduled to work at 7 a.m., right? He'll show up at 10. And oh. he never gets fired. He's been there forever. They never fire him. He, and this happens all the time. This isn't just like once in a blue moon. Or they don't want to get he's sued for discrimination. Sorry. He's got to leave Go early. Ahead. I'm sick. I'm sick. I got to leave early. That happens all the time. Uh, he's loud, obnoxious, perverted. It's just like, I. and this guy gets special treatment. Like, it's, I, I don't know. I, I get beside myself. I told my wife, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how do you tolerate that? That was like, one ah, you, get, you get used to it. I'm like, no, yeah, I would I, never get used to that. No, no, I didn't get used to it. I worked with a gay guy, one of my first jobs I ever had, and this dude was so inappropriate, man. He would invite me to go to their parties and oh, God. tell me things about videos I should do, man. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how you can say this stuff and I can't punch you in the face right now. Like, I should be able to punch you in the face. I'm just saying, like, you're you're literally sexually harassing a dude at the workplace. Why would it be any different than if I was doing that to a woman? I don't understand. It should be the same across the board. Oh, but you're protected. You're protected because you're so brave. You're so brave you have to be protected. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, speaking of brave... Punctual Patriot has showed up. Oh, sorry. Punctual sorry. Patriot. Plant Patriot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome. Sorry. That was too easy. Good to see you, Plant. We missed you. Okay. Oh, gosh. This. Oh, this will be good. Today. I'm, this, I, just, I like the title this of is it. So... It's going to be good. <laughs> Quit your sniveling. When the sky comes falling, even... Stop! Stop the whining and the sniveling right now! There are Christians in this world who are oppressed. Yes. There are Christians in North Korea who can't go to worship without risking being thrown into a gulag. There are Christians in Palestine who can't even get to their churches because of Israeli checkpoints and walls. You are not oppressed as a Christian in this country. Quit your sniveling whining. That Savior you claim to serve said, take up your cross and follow him, and you're whining and crying because what? Because nobody's letting you treat gay people like shit anymore? What the hell is wrong with you? Quit whining. Stop it. There's that language, but he is a, that. He is a priest, so <laughs> he also, he also gets drunk. It. He also gets drunk <laughs> nightly, so... Man, our priest, we had a priest on board the ship when I was on, when I was deployed. That guy, he would get he would get, get so paint. drunk on, on every port, man. Every port he would be just <laughs> wasted. And I'm like, "You're our spiritual advisor? Like you're our chaplain? What?" <laughs> and he was and from Chicago, to... so he'd always pray for the bears. Oh, the bears. Yes. Gosh. Michael, when we were getting married, I think I told this before, my wife and I, she wanted she had to be Catholic so we can get married in the Catholic church, right? So she goes through nine months of these classes, which she couldn't stand. We, She becomes Catholic, right? Begrudgingly so Catholic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get married, and 
the cl- it was just ridiculous. Anyway, we get married, and then I get saved like a year later. <laughs> so, so all her time, she's like, "What? We're leaving the church?" <laughs> it's like, so she wasn't really thrilled. Whoops. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that. Oh I'm, man. But my That's... point was, we were we, one of these classes we were at. It, it happened to be on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I'll, I will never forget this day. And it was at, so the church has like, kind of like a school or something in the back, right? Where it looks like classrooms. And there was like 30 of us that would meet every Tuesday or whatever. And the priest and the and uh, one of the nuns were like, kind of like the teachers. And so we, I remember walking, oh, and by the way, we bring my aunt, who, my wife's aunt, who was a Christian, a real Christian at the time. We weren't. We bring her with us because it was, you had to, I forgot, it was bring a relative or something. And so... <laughs> We walk in there, there's a keg, there's blenders, there's like two or three blenders, they're mixing up <laughs> margaritas. Oh my I was goodness. ready for keg stands. I'm like, holy crap, what's going on here? And he's he's like, hey, anybody want a <laughs> frat party? We had a frat party coming on. Oh, no. That's hilarious. That's crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> and my aunt, my, my wife's aunt's like, um, is this how this church is? <laughs> like, you guys drink every week? <laughs> They're like, Jesus turned water into wine so we can bring a keg to church. <laughs> what? And margaritas. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, the stop whining. <laughs> the stop whining thing, you know, the Bible tells us we're going to be persecuted, right? Mm-hmm. And there's very few Christians who are being persecuted in the United States at this time. I think it'll get worse. I think it'll come from the apostate church, which will make everybody think it's okay to do. You know, when, when, when the apostate church points the finger at those who are trying to live, you know, biblically and follow God's word and not, you know, make uh, exceptions because of modern day or whatever. Uh, but that stop your whining thing, man, I think that's the main problem with our country today is, is everybody's whining about something. Everybody's crying about some, you know, injustice. Oh, my injustice. I can't do anything because injustice. I don't know. I don't hear it's any really Christians talking about. Yeah, I don't hear any Christians talking about being persecuted in the United States. Really, like I just I don't see it. No. I mean, we talk about it. We talk about that it could happen, that it sure. may be coming, but we don't like. I'm not like. I'm just asking the question, if we're going to have some kind of weird yoga meditation in my morning meeting for work, then why can't we have a Christian prayer? That's my question. It's just, you know, it's not from a victim mentality. It's just like, hey, you know, if you're going to do religion, then let's do prayer all of it. fair. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, when we look at history and I think of people that were like, you know, superior and moral to everybody else, I think of Muhammad. Don't you, uh, don't you mind? <laughs> I oh, just can't keep this. This so is like the morally, dad joke segment. I can't keep a straight face. So morally just superior. More superior. He, he than was, all of he us. was, uh, he, he, uh, didn't, didn't he, wasn't his first wife nine when he married her or something like that? Nine something years like old. That. Aisha. Yeah. I think it was Aisha. Nine years old. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Oof. So that kind of ties in with this video. Oh. Yo, this is kind of funny. Do you believe that Muhammad was the best example? Yes, sir. What if I could prove to you that you're better than Muhammad? That you no, morally, no. you're not? No, sir. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yes, sir. Would you ever sleep with a child? So what, what day and age am I in? Ah, this is excellent. You're, in, you're in nowadays. 
Today is yeah. 2022. 22. Oh, sir. All right. Now, let's say you were in the seventh century. Would you sleep with a child? Back in the day? Yeah. Where it was normal? Where everybody in their mouth was doing that? Would you do it? Yes, sir. Okay. So, what you just showed me is that Muhammad, at least, is not the best example for us in, in 2022, but he's a good, he, he's probably a good example for the seventh century. No. See, now you, now that's just bad, bro. Here's the problem I have with this. Morality is not subjective. It's objective. It doesn't matter what time or day or era in history it is. What's good is good and what's evil is evil. If you agree, type amen in the comments and click follow or subscribe for more. Can you believe <laughs> like the guy says, well, it depends what era of time. How does that matter? Right. So because everybody else is doing it, it's okay. It's that old saying, well, if everybody was jumping off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? Like I, it's, it's if you asked me, if you asked me that question, I could never see myself doing that disgusting thing, period. Doesn't matter when I live. Right. Doesn't matter when I live. Well, that's different. And he made the perfect point. Well, he's not a good example for 2022 then, is he? Well, uh, uh, exactly. Exactly. It was never a good example. And I promise you that that wasn't standard. Around the world in the 7th century, I'm pretty sure it wasn't standard for nine-year-olds to be getting married to no. adults. No, it was in that particular uh, religion at the time. Because, yeah. yes, Chops, you bring up a good point. Yeah, Aisha was not his first. That's true. I think he had a six-year-old at some point, too. Um, so he obviously had a penchant for uh, young children. Ugh. And we know this, even in the Middle East, in Roman Empire, I mean, they were doing all kinds of sick things with kids. And it's been going on forever. This is nothing new. But it's never appropriate. Never. So how can you even sit there and say, well, what, you know, not, not today, but back then if everybody was doing it, it's okay. Like, that's the dumbest argument ever. Right. Like, I, that was not thought through. That guy had to leave going, oh, man, what was I the thinking? Perfect the perfect rebuttal for that would have been, well, you know, owning slaves today was okay. I don't exactly. slaves. Like literally, like just put it in perspective. Here you go. Okay, so okay. Well, two hundred years ago, slavery was okay. Oh wait, no, it wasn't. It was never okay. It was never. Oh, interesting. Uh, but morality is objective, and we should get our morality from God's word. And it's pretty clear cut. And there's nothing in God's word that's like, oh, I wonder why He doesn't want me to do that. It's pretty pretty standard, right? Like. I, it makes sense why I shouldn't uh, murder people. It makes sense why I shouldn't steal from people. It makes sense why I should love God and know and, and not put anything else before him. You know, those, those make sense to me. They're not like uh, unreasonable commands. No. They're not unreasonable commandments at all. Uh, even though we fail, even though we still fail in, in our thoughts and we still fail in, in you know, just, just our day-to-day -day life. Um, they're still not grievous commandments. No, they're logical. Like it's written on our hearts. It's not, mm -hmm. it's when you don't follow them, it's because of your own selfish desires. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but that would, if that's your desire, that Ugh. sick pervertedness, like, okay, well, you really need some help. And mm -hmm. it would, how, if, if it doesn't, if it's not your desire now in 2023, what in the world? would make you think going back, you know, I don't know, 800 years, it's okay. Like, yeah, then it would be my desire because everybody else is doing it. It oh, doesn't, wow. there's no rhyme or reason to that, that logic.
that's the jumping no off the bridge. Right. That's yeah. the jumping off yeah. the bridge, right? Yeah. If if, if, yeah. if all your friends jump off a bridge, will you? Yeah. If they're all doing it, cool, man. Well. Wow. Aisha wasn't even twenty when he died. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he had a not a good person in history. I mean, it, what is it? The Hadith? Is that what they uh, like the complimentary book? It's like Muhammad's writings. I think it's called the Hadith. Hmm. Um, yeah, he talks about all kinds of sick stuff in there. Well, the but thing is, then, is even in modern history, Afghanistan, when we invaded Afghanistan, so when the Taliban was in control, they were not growing poppies, and they were not doing um, what they tend to do in some of these countries when the U.S. comes in, um, which is, you know, get these young orphan boys and dress them up as little girls and do terrible things to them. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole time we were there for 20 years, that's what was going on. And then as soon as we get out, Taliban takes back over. You're dead if you do that. So it's like, so who's more? Who's moral? Who's more moral? You know, we've been told all these Taliban backward thinking mm-hmm. Taliban. Oh, they're so immoral. And it's like, well, they're the ones killing pedophiles. I wish we would. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to end it. It's the only way to end it. Mm-hmm. Anybody who changes somebody's life in an in in an everlasting way should be killed for that. When it comes mm-hmm. to sexual or uh, maiming or murdering, I don't see why that's hard for people to accept. No. You're permanently changing someone's life. You get one chance at life, and you've just ruined their life. <clears throat> yeah. I see it all the time. My gosh, I, the people we talk to. Are, I, Michael, the damage, it's irreversible. I know God can heal heal us, but there is scars. Those scars are left there forever for their whole life. Mm-hmm. And these poor kids that grow up, they yes, they do grow up and they become adults. And they've got to deal with this trauma that has been inflicted on them by some sicko that couldn't mm-hmm. get a hold of his, you know, freaking, <laughs> there's words I want to use, but I'm not going to, like, needs to get a hold of himself, you know, and, and, yeah. and control himself. It's sick. I, I, I'm with you, man. I'm 100% behind the death penalty for, for pedos. It's the mm-hmm. castration thing. I mean, I've considered that too, but I don't know. Would that take the desire away? Probably. But if you have something in your mind and you just like diddling kids or something like that, you're still going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like it's sick. It's a sick, sick thing. I have a colleague that runs these treatment groups for them because they have to here in Texas. If they are on, you know, the lifetime registry, they have to go to these groups wherever and they have to pay for them. So for my colleague, it's like, Hey, it's a free paycheck, right? Like they have, uh, it, it's a captive audience. They have to come, you know, right. if I say they, ha- they aren't coming, they go to jail. And she tells me some of this stuff and I'm like, man, you know, like these guys, some of these guys, like, even though they've been in trouble and they're on probation and whatever, they're still like, well, you know, she wanted it, you know, <laughs> like in their mind, that's how they think. And I had somebody recently tell me, well, you could probably teach them, you can probably teach them that what they're doing is wrong. I'm like, okay, you can teach a murderer what they're doing is wrong. Is that going to stop them from murdering? Like Mm -hmm. it, 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 there's the thing is, is that you knew it was wrong. The the thing is, is that most people know it's wrong regardless. Of course they do. That's why they're hiding it about doing it. Right. It's wrong. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like you just fall into this. Oh, it's an accident. And, and, and oh, it's an accident again. And an accident again. No, it's wrong. You know it's wrong. It's just stupid. 
to think that people actually are ignorant to whether this is right or wrong. Unless the it's like a, a an adult with the mentality of a 12-year-old or something like that. Then that would be the only time I could go, okay, well, maybe they didn't know it was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? But other than that, I can't I can't imagine. And I'm talking about somebody who's retarded. I'm not talking about like Yeah, I know exactly. You're just you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Excuse my language, but <laughs> piece a piece of excrement. Thank you. Lord forgive me. <laughs> it doesn't come out usually, but this this Hey, I don't these, even know if it's a bad word, Mike. I'm still And these these people these people that's the one thing, you know, I I, I it drives me crazy. The one it thing, does. anybody ever touch my daughter that way, I will I, I will gladly oh my take their life and I'll go to jail for it. And, I, and you know what? So be it. So be it. It's just one of those things where, maybe not gladly, but still, it would be one of those things where you just, mm-hmm. no, no. You, you, mm-hmm. The legal system is going to let you off. The legal system is yep. going to let you get less than what you it deserve. Is. And, you know, I would have to ask for forgiveness. Take matters into your own hands. You know, yeah, remember when uh, Target Target was pulling all those shenanigans when they were letting anybody go in the, the women's bathroom? Mm-hmm. we were at this it, i remember it was like the first couple days it started and we were at target and i i didn't even hear about it until like the day before we were at target i'm like i don't even want to be in this place like and i i my daughter actually had to go to the bathroom and she was younger at the time so i said i told my wife i said if i see some dude walk in that bathroom after my daughter goes in there i promise you <laughs> i will follow him in there and i will be choking him just mm-hmm. so you know and she's like oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm like no 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 one will touch my daughter illegally. Mm-hmm. And if some mm-hmm. dude dressed in a skirt walks in mm-hmm. there and says he's a woman, sorry, ain't happening. Ain't mm-hmm. happening. You will see me on the 6 o'clock news in handcuffs. And who knows how, how long they'll throw me away for, but you ain't touching them. And, and I think 99% of parents would say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Did it's you not, hear about this the karate some instructor? fringe group. Did you talk no. about the did you hear about the karate instructor here in Texas? This happened years ago, 20, 20 30 years ago. Karate instructor uh was molesting this guy's son, kidnapped him, and then when they got him back and they had um the guy appeared in court, he's he's being escorted out of the courtroom. The dad stands at the phone, the phone booths, pulls a gun out, blasts him, point blank, kills the dude, kills this karate instructor, and they gave him probation. He got probation. <laughs> Here wow. in Texas, good. Like, yeah, probation. Would, not anymore. They wouldn't. But no. Yeah, good. yeah, I'll wear an ankle break, bracelet to protect my family for a while. Right, right, right. That's and like I know, they, you they know, tried... I know vengeance. Vengeance is the Lord's. I get it, but that's just one of those things, man. Where it's just like no, but we're also called to protect our families. I mean, if someone comes in my comes in my house at night, not going to be a good day for them. Sorry, no, Mm-mm. no. We we can defend ourselves. Turn the cheat. You know, that's where the the big argument comes on comes in in uh, Christian circles where it's like, well, Jesus said, turn the cheek. That's not what he was talking about. He also told Peter, take a sword mm-hmm. with you because he knew he was going into hostile territory and there were robbers along the path where they were going. and all that. Like, so turn the cheek was if someone's insulting you. Okay, yeah, you're not going to kill somebody over an insult. Uh, it, but it's different if someone's threatening your life or your family's life or, or anybody's life and you're there to help save a life. I mean... Life is the, well, Jesus even used the, the parable when, the, when the, the Pharisees were coming after him, like, why are you guys doing this on the Sabbath? Right? They were picking food or whatever. And he says, well, didn't, you know, what, which one of you 
if one of your sheep went astray on the Sabbath, wouldn't go and, and it fell in a ditch, wouldn't go and save your sheep. How much more is it, you know, human life or whatever? So we see it all through the Bible. It's not, the Bible absolutely gives us the right to defend ourselves and defend others from evil. Mm -hmm. And and if, if, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't, they tried changing the laws here in Michigan a long time ago, where if a, a perpetrator came in your house and you killed the perpetrator, you would go to jail. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, so you're supposed to just let yourself God, get killed. Pass. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That was when I was like probably in my twenties or something. I remember that. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's a smart idea. It's a, it's about as smart as making all theft, decriminalizing all theft under the amount of nine hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> that That's would never happen, Michael. That California and Washington D.C. <laughs> Why do all these people keep never. running in and these mobs keep stealing everything from the stores? Why do these stores keep shutting down? I don't know. Maybe it's because you legalized theft. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. They're literally adding it up on their phone. Okay, I'm at uh, 850, yeah. 875. Yeah, almost there. My favorite video is the guy stealing the cigarettes, man. Have you seen that one? The the guy stealing the cigarettes? Maybe. He's in the convenience store. He's, he's putting all the cigarettes in a trash can, like one of those rolling big trash cans. He's just behind the counter stealing them. Finally, the two guys run up to him. The guy's working there. One guy grabs him. The other guy uses a broomstick and just beats the heck out of the guy. Just starts beating him. And the dude's crying on the ground. Stop. <laughs> Up, let me go and i'm like you know what he'll learn a lesson from that though he'll learn a lesson from that that he wouldn't have learned had he gone to jail hopefully i think i think i don't want to get beat the next that, time i go trying to steal stuff i'm gonna think that about reminds it twice me, remember when those kids those american kids were over in uh, saudi arabia or wherever somewhere in the middle east and they either they were chewing gum or spit or something something that's illegal in the middle east and they got they went to jail and then our government got involved. And then they, I guess the settlement was they had to get like flogged. Do you remember that nice. case? No. It was a long time ago. And yeah, so these two, I think it was two like teenagers. They were like 18, maybe 17, 18. And they had to receive flogging from the Saudi government. And I could oh, be wrong. Man. Maybe it's not Saudi, wherever it was. And I can't remember how many lashes it was. But, you know, if you're going to a foreign country and they have rules, you should probably know the rules, right? I mean, you don't get to just, go over there and do whatever you want. It's not America. But then you come back here and we let illegals in here and they have more freedom than we do. And that that's like, let's start flogging people again. Let's make flogging great again. Like, <laughs> like uh, who said that in the chat? I think it was Tam Grouse said something about make something great again. But it's like, let's make I think flogging help. great again. For, for small time crimes, for, for oh the, gosh. for like, like, like drugs. You know, okay, so somebody gets caught with drugs and they go to jail. It's like, all right, well, that person was on drugs. Now they're going to jail and they're going to spend time in jail with criminals. What are they going to learn? More crime? Like how to be a better criminal? I bet if you smacked the heck out of that person publicly, shamed them and flogged them or whipped them or hit them with a cane, whatever, A, I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, let's get it over with so I don't have to spend time in jail, mm. lose my job and everything else. And B, I think for a lot of people, it would teach them a lesson. I don't want to go through that physical pain anymore, so I'm not going to go do that stupid thing again. Versus going to jail, getting into the lifestyle, coming out of jail, doing it again, going back to jail. Um, I would love to see some statistics on this. Like if a state implemented this, just to see how it would, how it would help with small-time crime. I because don't most... even need statistics. The Bible says, spare the rod, 
hate the child. It's mm-hmm. the same for every, like I'll tell you, public shame, flogging in the public square. Mm-hmm. I think that puts a lot of people in right standing. Like they would like think about it the next time. Right, I think so. I think that there's there's something about the physical pain aspect, and you know, you can go to you can go to jail and work out and watch TV, and you know, eat your commissary, and hang out with the dudes. You know your little click going i mean it's mm. not i'm not saying it's great i'm not saying it's pleasant but at the same time like whip them and let them go back out in the world and see if they can do better you know you keep mm-hmm. doing it then send them to jail but first time offense nah let's get a good spanking public spanking. chops chops said reject modernity embrace tradition <laughs> Amen. What, I can't see the I can't see the sticker. What is that, Michael? It's a person inside of a cage, one of those hanging cages. Oh. I think I don't know who's in it, but there's somebody in there. <laughs> and then he made a sticker about the uh he made a sticker about that uh that gentleman that I told you about who shot the molester. Oh. Did you see that sticker? No, I didn't see it. Awesome. It says never forget. <laughs> oh man stickers what would we do without stickers here in the foxhole plant patriot said yes they removed corporal punishment from schools how is that going plant patriot they didn't have mm-hmm. uh in public school in california they had no corporal punishment the whole time i was in school and i promise you i would have done so much better had they whooped me a couple of times <laughs> if i had to go and to the principal's office get a paddling that would have changed my behavior mm-hmm. at school but i knew i was untouchable what are you gonna do send me home oh great well, I'm going to get sent home because that's where I want to be anyways. <laughs> Speaking of the principal, I probably have to have a – I sent him an email today. I think I have to have a conference with him. There's some kid at school that he's doing some bad things to other kids, and he's been really, like, getting my, my son quite a bit, like mm-hmm. like physical stuff and saying, like, weird things. And, mm-hmm. and I said, did you tell your teacher? And he's like, no, because if I tell, then everybody's going to know it's me. You know, you know how it is when you're a kid. Yeah. So I have to have that uncomfortable conversation with the principal probably tomorrow or the next day. But um, this kid, man, he said something really weird the other day. Like he told my son, he's like, I'm going to throw you in the bathroom and molest you. Uh, Fifth grade. I'm like, uh, that's what? <laughs> like, you need to check on what's going on in his home life, man. That's... Yeah, I, yeah, it's something weird. I said Oof. the same thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like. At least that's what he, like, my son thinks that's what he said. He's like, it was something like that. So, I mean, it, maybe it was something different. Maybe it was something a little more innocent. But, I mean, still shoving someone in the bathroom and, like, I don't know. It's just weird stuff. Yeah. So, I got to have that uncomfortable conversation. Oh, maybe you print, can get him to print. paddle the kid. <laughs> Probably not. Not here in this state. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Let's get to another video here. Me, 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 I'm so wonderful. Look at me. Uh, Are you noticing a pattern tonight? A theme? Yes. yes. <laughs> Insanity is the theme. <laughs> <laughs> Insanity for sure. All right. How about our boy, Jesse Lee? We haven't watched any of him in a in a minute so yeah this guy man I, I disagree with him on some stuff i do too i, 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 he's, he, I think he's a calvinist i think he's a calvinist he could be and i think he's also a preterist oh 
remember that guy that, out on my show, the, the ex-preterist yeah. guy? Yeah, and I remember he was that. Talking about the, he wrote the, the book, right? beliefs. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so yeah. I think that's what Jesse Lee is. I can't tell, man, because some of the stuff he talks about, it's like New Age religion stuff. It's weird. So, it's, I've never... I've never been a fan of his religion. I do like mm-hmm. the way he approaches things. I think it's kind of yes. funny sometimes. But, yeah, yeah. But relations and family and all that. I do. I do. Yeah. What did Jesus say about himself? Who did he say he was? Jesus said that he came to teach about God. Did Jesus, Jesus say he was the son of God? Calling someone the son of God, no, Jesus. That's not what I asked. Did Jesus say? Jesus claimed we are all sons of God. You're not asking my question again for some reason. Did Je- I'm trying to learn about but the your reason. Religion, the reason is because you're, you're not, not letting answer, me. I would yes. answer your questions if you would allow me. I know, but when I ask you, you don't answer. Yeah, but I'm not on trial. You go to something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, but but you're not a lawyer, and I'm not in a witness stand. How do you know We're I'm having not a, a conversation. We're having a conversation. I know, but you're not answering my question. Well, you're not allowing me to answer it in a way that makes sense to me. Okay, I'm not on trial here. I don't want but just. I, I, I don't want questions fired at me. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. But I can, I I'm that, an adult. I can explain myself. But I need that first, and then you can do the sidebar stuff. It's not sidebar. It's uh, not sidebar. Okay. Did Jesus teach that he was the son of God, and no man get to the Father except through him? Yes or no, and then you can respond. No. But he did. <laughs> well, that was easy. But he did teach that. <laughs> he did. He did. And you know, our sermon this morning was... Uh, it was, if you love me, it, it was, it was it, the verse that he used to preach his sermon was, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's pretty clear cut evidence. Jesus is God right there. When he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That it, it, it's very simple. You know, that, that <laughs> I liked just, my favorite is before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> I yeah. think that one's pretty yeah, clear. Right. But very clear. I could, I could you know, call me crazy. But the thing is with Jesse, the one thing I like is that he, he, um, it's all in the lungs, man, plant patriot. Yeah. That's an oldie, but a goodie. I like it. I like it. <laughs> she remembers. Rest, rest in peace, heretic, <laughs> but rest in peace. That guy, man, the Bible is the mark of the beast. What? Uh, I completely lost my train of thought because I got I know, I know. <laughs> we got to find, I can't remember the name of that. I guess Mark of the Beast. I guess that's what I could look up, right? Yeah, I saw it. It was advertised to me that, that that's Bible's how I found the it. Of the beast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. His, his wife continues on with the uh, heresy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Let's see if, what they're up to. I think the last time we checked in, she was singing or something, wasn't she? If I remember correctly. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she can team up with um, the guy with the staff. The guy that gets really stoned <laughs> yeah. before he does his podcast. <laughs> they can yeah, team up together. Amazing. It's okay that I got I distracted. Was... I I, uh, not... I have no idea what I was talking about. Weird. Hmm. I'm not seeing... I, I'm. It's saying the Bible is the mark of the beast, but I don't see their uh, YouTube channel anymore. Oh, maybe they got banned, <clears throat> or maybe, maybe they took themselves. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Time out. It was oh, you found it. Further down in the down in the algorithms. Let's see what we got going on here. All right. The Bible is an idol, and the Bible is the mark of the beast. Ask Jesus for the Holy Spirit. We don't want your money. We don't want your ties. We want nothing from you. We don't want you to be controlled by us. We only want you to be controlled by God. Ask Jesus for the Holy Spirit. The Bible is an idol, and the Bible is the mark of the beast. You guys are worshiping an image of God's word. What? The Bible so the is an idol, the... and the Bible is. Did, did the son take over the franchise then? Is that uh, the grandson? I don't know. 
He looks like he's young enough to be the grandson. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Oh, oh, here's an oldie but goodie, Mike. You know, we we don't we we don't worship the Bible. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I'm not subscribed. I thought I subscribed to his channel at some point, but I guess. Oh, that's all we need to see. Go to the top real quick. (laughs) Excuse me. Go to the top. That's all we need to see. All the way at the top. His little bio. Uh, where is it at? Yeah. All the way at the top. All the way. Oh. One. Right there. Jesus spoke to me. The Bible is an idol, which completely changed <laughs> my direction. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So it must have been Jesus. It could have been. a. I then only sought him in the spirit, and he has taught me many things on life's journey. What? The most important. Oh, no. Sorry. Most important of which. Is that he died so that we could be regenerated by the Holy Spirit into the sons into sons of God. So the gospel is simple. Repent from living after the flesh, ask Jesus to fill you with the Holy Spirit, and then be led and controlled by him through the Spirit. The Bible is only history and has absolutely no authority from God. It was under the old covenant, but Jesus died to redeem us from the curse of the law because we are unable to keep it. What? what? Iconoclast? Iconoclast? My thing is this. If, 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 if the Bible has no authority, then why are you using the Bible for anything? Like, exactly. That's exactly that first what video we ever watched yep. where he was talking about the Bible being the mark of the beast, he was quoting scripture to prove his point. I'm going, wait, what, if, if you're <laughs> telling me it's it? the yeah. mark of the beast, why are you quoting from it? It doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. These people are insane. A and then let him control you. Beliefs. An iconoclast, Michael, is a person who attacks cherished beliefs, traditional institutions, etc., as being based on error or superstition, a breaker or destroyer of images, especially those set up for religious veneration. I don't have a Bible like my I don't worship my Bible. I don't understand. I don't. It's not in your forehead or in your right hand. I don't understand. Yeah, it makes no sense. Let's see what this is. If you're serious about your podcast, stop recording with Zoom and start. Are we serious about our podcast, Mike? With Riverside, we are pretty serious. We might have to switch to Riverside. Hello, this is Harlan. Now, ask yourself this question. Back from the dead. What's the most dangerous thing (laughs) in the world? People say, "Oh, it's an atom bomb, nuclear weapon." What's the most dangerous thing in the world? Is floods and and tornadoes, hurricanes. What's the most dangerous thing in the world? I'm going to tell you today. The most dangerous thing in the world is Bible preachers. Mm-hmm. Bible preachers. Yeah. Oh, preachers. And you know why that's dangerous? They're the most dangerous thing in the world. They'll take you to hell. Forever. They don't take you to hell and God come to get you. They take you to hell forever. Benny Hinn, Joel Osteen, old big Hamburger Hagee. The, they're not Bible the teachers. They're not ever. Bible preachers. They're not even Bible preachers. Who, what? What? Sorry. I interrupted. I just. As ever and ever. Better listen to this hillbilly. Because I know this. I've been over there. I've seen Bible preachers there. When I was there and they're down on the lower level, they don't go to the light. They don't go to Jesus. Because they made a book their authority. This has absolutely no authority. They'll say, I tell you by the authority of God's word, it don't have no authority at all. Because the way you preach the gospel is like I do by the Spirit. God called me. 
I have authority to tell you what I take, and I tell you the truth. And we don't take any power over you. We turn you over to the power of Christ. And Bible preachers we, take we, authority over you so they can make merchandise what? of you. What? Okay, I've had enough of these people. I can't. I can't deal with it anymore. Oh, you're muted. Oh, now I remember why I forgot their YouTube channel. It was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because it's like, what does the Bible say? Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So like, what's the word of God? Is it just flowing out of you? Apparently it's from him. He said he has just, authority. Just flows right out of you. We don't, we don't mm -hmm. take control of you. We let Jesus take control. What? Gino, is, is Jesus taking the wheel? Is he in complete control of you right now? Absolutely. Man. It's so great to be chosen, isn't it? It sounds like, <laughs> it sound, that sounds like the Calvinists it does sound, again. It's, it does sound very weird. a lot like it. It's a very yeah. arrogant type position to take, yeah. in my opinion. It sounds like the devil would say that to you. The Bible's an idol. It sure does. Oh, man, Jesus said it. I believe it, you know? I'm just glad you actually brought up the point. It's the, the glaringly obvious point that they're using the Bible to say that the Bible's not good and you shouldn't read it. <laughs> so it's like, what? And then they claim that then they claim that Benny Hinn and Joel Olstein are, <laughs> are Bible, Bible preachers. <laughs> what? Those guys don't even use the Bible. They just they they put on a show. A couple uh, of verses. Yeah. Oh. It's dumber every day, don't it? It does. All right, let's see. One, we'll do one more, and then we'll uh, close up shop here. Let's see. Oh, three verses that confuse conservative Christians. We are going to be baffled after this one. I promise you. Um. <laughs> no. No. Well, that's what happens when you're not saved and you read the Bible. So, there's that. Apparently, it was it was hilarious to him. I guess. I guess so. <sighs> it's been a rough night, Mike, hasn't it? <laughs> it has. <laughs> We've been. It has. We've Just tells me I gotta go I, out I and soul like win some more. <laughs> I feel like I was I was flogged thirty nine times for this. <laughs> yes. I've been flogged oh, all night. No. At least we're not <laughs> flogging ourselves, Gino. Yeah. Now, go Michael, flog, what if go I flog said, yourself? <laughs> I was just gonna. <laughs> you took a. I was gonna say, are you flogging crazy? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> now is that bad or isn't? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny play on words. It I like funny. it because it it's funny. It reminds me of that episode. I think it was in Living Color. And they were doing like the Star Trek thing, and Jim Carrey was like Kirk, and he looks at he looks at Spock. He's like, "Spock, are you Vulcan crazy?" <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's like it's such a classic. I like oh, it. Man. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, another show in the books. I don't know how many episodes, somewhere around seventy, folks. And like I said earlier, in case man, I can't believe we've us, done that many. That's I think lot. it's more. I think it's closer to eighty now. But uh, yeah, it is a ton. Thinking that it would only last, I'm Mike. I'm surprised the networks haven't pulled this down yet, but we're still right? here. When's Fox News going to call us and ask us to come on for full time? I'm just kidding. Full time. It'll be like Hannity and Combs back in the day, but we'll just be two conservative Christians, so we won't have any disagreements. <laughs> Most boring show in Fox history. 
Oh no, we say stuff on here that they would kick us off Fox for. Oh yeah, we'd I beat think. That. We'd beat that. I think they're like, Absolutely. "You're not saying the right thing. You're not. No, no, you got to say the right thing." I think that's why Tucker's gone. I think so. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> we uh, anyway, we are also on. Let's see, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify. Nice. Yeah. So if you have any of those on your phone or all of them, you can listen to us on there, which it's kind of cool. I mean, like kind of do like the radio thing again, just get in your car and pop in a podcast and listen to it. Uh, but if not, I understand that too. <laughs> if you don't really care to listen to us, I get it. But if you are oh. over there on Rumble and we had, yeah, what happened? Do we have a special guest next week? Wait, do we? Do we have a special guest? I think we do. Wait, do we or don't we? We do. I don't know. There was a guy you were gonna have on. Oh, that's right. No, it is that. Wait, wait. Now I'm confused because. Wait, who was the, the guy IRS? Was have the on? IRS guy. Oh my gosh! Wait, did I schedule it or didn't I? You told me. <laughs> I think, you, I think said... you told me it's. I think you told me it's next week. No, because okay. Or was I need... it this week? Was thank it today? God... Uh oh, Gino. No, thank God you said something because <laughs> we were talking. Okay, so earlier in the day, I couldn't remember if I told you or not. I was talking with Sylvia from our other show, and she's the one that's connected me with this guy because they met him down in Florida or something. And mm -hmm. so she said, hey, do you want him on your show? I said, oh, well, let me check with Michael. And I forgot if I had even asked you or not. Now it occurs to me, yeah, I do remember asking you. And so today I asked her, I said, I still want that guy on at some point. So I must not have scheduled it yet. So, I, But I oh, will. Okay. Um, yeah, if you guys are interested in the chat. So this guy is uh, an expert on how – you don't need to pay taxes like legally and because of the corporation and all that stuff. So I just want to hear his take on it. I've heard these. That's it. Yes. Think, I want to hear it. Take how it many years? I want to know how many years have you gotten away with not paying income tax? That's, that, that's, that's my first so question. Apparently, apparently it's been a long time for this guy. Like it's, I actually, Sylvia would know that answer. I thought it was like 20 or something, but, Dang. but there's other people that she knows personally that are doing the same thing. Like, oh, I'll give you an example. I'm not going to mention it. someone I know and someone that's been on here. Uh, this person had debt, college debt, and wrote across the debt, not my debt, and hasn't seen a collection notice, hasn't heard what? anything in six years. Yeah. What? So there's something to it. I don't understand it. Weird. I don't know if I would actually try it, I, but no. I'm just saying. I've got lots of I think questions, it'd be an interesting though. conversation. Yeah, I think it'd yes. be an interesting conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> So maybe yeah, let me let me figure that out. I don't know if it'll be next week or whenever, but I'm sure he'd come on. Um, and then also, um, I'm I, I wanted to have better lately and Neo on for a segment, just talking yeah. about their uh, their new marriage. Yeah, that'll be good. I think that'd that be would good. be fun. And and what what ha when you were looking through the videos, what was our frequency with Joe? About how often have we had him? So uh, let's see. I uploaded one, two. Three. I think I uploaded six shows with Joe. We've had him seven. on six times, man. Isn't that insane? He's a great. He's a great guest. He's a great guest. Yeah. he's got lots of I, good should things we have, to talk about. Should we have him back? Yeah, <laughs> it's always not? fun having him back. He's always yeah. willing too, and it's great. I like. I like Joe. He, he's a good guy, and we always have new he things. He said to we're talk his about. favorite. Yeah, he told us we were his favorite, so that's kind of like cool. it. He, he reach out to him. We go, man. I saw you on. I saw you on. Uh, on Nino's show, and uh, it sounds like you need a break and come back on the blender. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, what is today's date? Oh, sh tomorrow's his birthday, actually. 
Remember oh, we said is. we were going to send him that alien cake with, and he said he oh, wanted lemon. Oh man, how do we? <laughs> we got to get the alien. How do we? That's a quick turnaround, man. We got to find somebody really in quick. Florida who can who can get him the alien cake. <laughs> I believe it was lemon and what was his frosting, uh, or maybe it was lemon frosting. I, I something like that. Yeah, yeah. He said lemon. Something. He said December. I think he said December fourth was his birthday. Okay. Are, are you friends with him on Facebook? 50. I need yes. to add him. I didn't even realize I haven't added him. I, I, I mean, I barely added you. We just started a Facebook not yeah. that long ago. So, Joe I Jordan. That's the only reason I use it. It's happy birthdays. <clears throat> Is he Joseph on here or Joe Jordan? I think it's Joseph. If I, oh, I, he's gonna be I on your know. friends, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just add him. But Michael, there's like hundreds of thousands of friends. You're gonna have to scroll through there. Uh oh. <laughs> it's gonna. T- gonna take you a minute just kidding where's my oh, friends gosh. where's gino oh i only have 43 text messages since we've been live well that's not bad that'll be fun now let me add my wife's in chicago my wife and daughter went to chicago i had to... so last night i did a show with megan till we were 2 30 in the morning then we talked for an hour so i went to bed at like 3 45 and i actually set my alarm for 4 20 <laughs> So I went to bed for like, I don't know, 40 minutes. I had to get <laughs> nice. back up and drive my wife and daughter to the train station. Then I came oh, home man. and slept for about two hours. Yeah, so I'm going on like zero sleep. Yeah, go to bed, Gino. Go to bed. Yeah, I think I will. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much over there on uh, Foxhole and on Rumble. Rumble, I, have you noticed the Rumble numbers are, are increasing, which is nice. Yeah. We must be getting in the algorithms and people are uh, thumbs upping, which is cool. So if you're still over there and you liked what you saw tonight, Please hit that thumbs up. And over here, the red pill, that is helping tremendously get the word out. We appreciate it here at the Blender. Yes. Michael, any final words for the good folks out there? Just get out there and preach the gospel to everybody. That's why we're here. If you're a believer, you're here still to preach the gospel. There's there's many things that people think that we can do here on the earth, but eventually it's going to get destroyed in fire anyways. So the best thing we can do is preach the gospel to everybody. Tell them about Jesus, what he's already done for us. Everybody who accepts the free gift, it's important. The human experience is to know God and to make God known. That's yes. that simple. Amen. Amen. So, but that's all, right, all guys. Thank you all for hanging out. Oh, let me release the uh, scratch, and I probably forgot the last who knows how many times. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, releasing has been scratched. Get yourself some gold pills. Be blessed. Have a great week. I will be back tomorrow night with, wait, is tomorrow Monday? Yes, tomorrow night with uh, Pastor AC. He's actually in Israel, of all places. They called him over for, uh, I don't know what, it's kind of secretive for whatever he's doing. Uh Yeah, I know it's something to do with the company he works for. He works for uh, some energy company, so trying to strike a big deal over there. But uh, he will be live from Israel, at least that's what he told me. So hopefully at 7 o'clock, I will be talking to AC tomorrow. So anyway. Love you guys. Have a great night. Michael, always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, sir. Have a good week. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.